0: Welcome brothers and sisters from within the United States and around the world. Tonight is May 2nd, 2019. I'm your co host SSJD. and As always, we have brother Mel at the helm. Seems like uh, there's a lot of finger pointing in Washington, DC. Democrats want to impeach POTUS. Now bars head is bars heads on a, on a platter basically you know it's funny this kind of goes back a, a quite quite about 10 years ago mel remember this is um the SPLC had the audacity to write an article about the squabbling airy nation factions yeah. wow yeah, yeah. It, it, here's what's even more funny on capitol hill While we have elected politicians acting like kids squabbling over a candy bar. Mm -hmm. Remember, we the taxpayer paid $20 million plus for this conveniently drawn out investigation to where Trump couldn't initiate most of his agenda. The funniest thing I've heard in this past week, and I about fell out of my chair, was um, President Trump told uh, Sanders he's being cheated again. It's <laughs> <was Yeah>. like, <laughs> you, you didn't learn from the first time guy? Come on. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah, the, he's coming from the president, party, president of the United States, Sanders. He, he's telling you you're being cheated again. So <laughs> <laughs> the DMC is just fucking you all around. You've been fucking for the whole time. Well, he, you know, he, um, I think he claims to be an independent, but when it comes to be election time, he, he, he claims to be a Democrat. But what he is, really, if um, people will go back and, and realize um, his ideology is no National Socialism, which is frowned upon, well, at least if you're white, uh, is frowned upon. Um, I mean, you know, uh, free school, free medical, free this, free that. But, you know, you got to pay for that. I mean, it's it's National social Socialism. I mean, you know, if you go down to... Russia or China, you know, I mean, basically the, the government owns your ass and it's a, it's a long story, but I mean, you know, basically Bernie Sanders ideology is socialism, but it's funny that, you know, Donald Trump pointed out, hey, you're getting, you're getting screwed again. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I, like I said, Mel, I about fell out of my chair when I read that article. I just, I, I'm like, wow, that's just a slap in the face. Why don't you just give up? I mean, you know, the guy's got some good points. Don't get me wrong, you know, but I'm not, I don't know, man. I just, you show me an honest, uh, you, you show me an honest government, I'll show you an honest country. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Friend. Yeah. Well, they're saying they, you know, the
1: FBI handles things and stuff has all been wrong the last few years, and they're wanting to uh, go more longer than that, you know. I mean, the FBI comes around and asks you questions, and then they come back around and ask you some more questions, and you didn't quite answer it the same way. They'll call that a lie. That's lying to the FBI, and that carries time.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, you can't lie to the, the FBI or any federal agent of the government. You know, I mean, or you get either obstruction or you know, uh, whatever they can throw at you, and they'll throw the book at you if they if they don't, you know, if they want to. Mhm. But
2: they uh, sure
0: do. You know, they they seem to, I don't know what what agency actually watches us, but they seem to do a pretty good job at our functions, you know. And I did put that funny thing on the website saying, hey, I'll list all the functions here, you know, shortly. That way the FBI or whoever, you know, doesn't need to go and do any research.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they they put the old timers on us and they put the rookies on Hillary Clinton.
0: Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know I think like that, you said, squabbling fractions there. There's no squabble. But there's the a squabble in there's a squabble on Capitol Hill. That is not that that, that, that is undeniable. I mean they're, yeah, they're, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean the democrats are are, you know to me move on you had a a 20 million dollar investigation if if the investigator of that investigation had enough evidence on the president of the United States he would he would have pressed charges on him himself he turned it over to the DOJ which is you know bar uh, and Bar has refused to attend to Democratic meetings because, you know, they're going to try to twist his words and take his, his wording out of context, like, you know, so many good lawyers do. You know, a lot of politicians are ex-lawyers. Um, Ted Cruz would be a good example of, uh, you know, an ex-lawyer as, as a politician. But, you know. Ted Cruz got high regards from his professor at Harvard, I believe it was. And I'm not 100% sure, you know, because I'm, again, sleep depri- deprivation is uh, setting in. But, um, yeah, most lawyers, you know, have turned into politicians, you know, to supposedly serve the people. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Well, they do. You well, know you know how I to get—you uh, know how to get out of lying to the FBI, right? No. You plead
1: the fifth.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Just don't tell them. Sorry, nothing. I can't. You can't be lying about anything. Yeah, if I plead the fifth, it's—you um, can't. I can't. You know, you, you can't prosec- you can't make me prosecute myself, you know, self-prosecution. I'm plead I the fifth. You know. Incriminate myself. Yeah, and, and yeah, I can't incriminate myself. I'm pleading the fifth. That's a constitutional right. A lot of people forget that. A lot of people take that out of out of oh, well, that's only used in the fucking movies. Well, no, actually if if uh, You know, whatever agency ever decides to knock on my front door and they ask me something that I don't know or am not entirely sure of, I plead the fifth. That way, and it's not about just self-incrimination. It's about, hey, I don't have an answer for you. You know what I mean? But if you tell me, I don't quite understand. I don't
1: don't quite understand all these legal terms, so I'll have to have a lawyer present.
0: (laughs) Right? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, also this week, Oliver North steps down as the president of the National Rifle Association. What? You, Mel, and I, and you, yourself, Mel, and I uh, remember Oliver North very well. Um... I always uh, was under the impression that he would make an awesome career as an owner of a highly classified document shredding company. Right. Well, I mean, you know, he did, he did protect the president and there's no denying that in the Iran concert scandal. Right. Um, Yeah. you remember that now. Um, so, um, you know, Oliver North has been, a, you know, to me, has been a stand-up guy, one that didn't rat anybody out. You know, he did time, and I guess he was exonerated because, you know, in order to be a member of the National Rifle Association, you can't. I don't think he could be convicted of any felonies. But um, Oliver North, to me, is the man's man in the political world due to the mere fact that, um, you know, he... He did the crime. He he did the time. Um, he was shredding documents when top 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 secret classified documents. I mean, yeah, protect people. Back that's in the day. Yeah, that that's that's any man. Yeah. But. Um, you know, I always thought he would, uh, you know, make a lot of money in, in, in you know, being uh, an owner in a very, you know, high classified document document shredder business. Uh, another thing in the news is Texas just passed a bill where unlicensed gun owners can carry their weapons open or concealed in a national disaster that is declared by the government, governor. It passed 100 and something to 29, 128 to 29 names. I fully agree with that. Uh, If you're in a national disaster, that's when the fucking looters come out, guys. I mean, I live here in Tornado Alley, and I can't tell you how many looters I caught. They yeah. really didn't like my. They really didn't like my crossbow pointed at them, but they did have a weapon on them. But I only had one shot. But you know what? I was going to take them both out. There, there was so many looters around this area when it got hit by a tornado that um, it was sickening. And, and the reason I say it's sickening is. When you go through a tornado or a national national disaster, whether it be a flood, tornado, earthquake, or whatever, um, you've lost everything, and then you have these assholes that want to come steal whatever's left.
2: Yeah. That's just absolute.
0: Yeah. That's just absolute bullshit. Whatever so, the, they those, are, the, those to me are the lowest of the lowest in the scum on the planet.
1: Well, then there's those same people that come out and claim to be like roofers and, you know, uh commercial contractors and shit, and they're really not. And then they come down there and they, they take advantage of the elderly and. Vulnerable. I mean, at that point, you're so lost. I mean, you lost everything. You're you're pretty much in shock, looking for any type of help you can. This guy comes along saying he's going to help you rebuild, and, and early he just socks your bank account and heads on down the road to the next guy.
0: Yeah, I've been watching some uh, Discovery on that Discovery Channel on that, and uh, you know, it's 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 a very sad world and a very sick world that we we live in in today's times. I mean. Why would you take an elderly person that's worked 40-something years of their life to have a little nest egg, and you take that little nest egg away from them, and now they got to live off of Social Security income, which was not there, it was not ever created to um, retire on, it was just created to supplement your retirement, or your disability, if you had one. Yeah. Yeah that's hard there i mean to me uh there's been a couple scandals here in the midwest where you know they they've had people that are posing as an electric company telling you that they're going to turn your electric off unless you pay your bill right now well you know what i pay my bill online and uh
2: Uh, I pay my yeah. bill
0: online. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing: somebody comes to my door, I'll say, "Oh, okay, well, let me go get some money. <laughs> let me grab my crossbow, because you're going to, you know, hey, you're you're going you're going to be off my porch real quick." Yeah.
2: But you know, yeah,
0: yeah the elderly. I mean, come on, man. Why, you know, the predators always seem to prey on the weak.
1: Yeah. Well, it's the same. You remember that old knockout game with those niggers just walking up on people and punching them in the head, trying to knock them out. You remember that?
0: Yeah. Go ahead and try that with me.
1: Ah. Yeah. Well, they only pick on the old and the weak. They see some young kid that's weak. You've seen all the videos. I mean, they all like I said, it's only old folks and weak-looking folks. It ain't guys like me and you. You know, the other day I was going out of the gas station last Saturday on my way to Wood River. And uh, I fucking come walking out the door, this little old man's backing out, and this car comes flying in around him in the next parking space. This motherfucker starts cussing, you fucking old man, watch where you're going. I look up and it's a straight, big old fucking boot-lip nigger, man. All I could do is say, fucking nigger anyway. And the old man was keeping his mouth shut, but I seen him look right up at me and smile real big. And uh, <laughs> that fucking nigger, he just looked straight forward. He didn't say another fucking word. I know he could hear me because the old man could hear me. The
2: old, the old nigger right. didn't say another word. I thought for sure he was going to get out of his motherfucking truck. He didn't get out for nothing, dude. He even I watched him. I was waiting for him
1: to get out because I thought he was going to get out and try to check that old man for laughing when I called him a nigger, and uh, and I watched him all the way to the road, and he waited for me to turn out on the road before he even got out of his fucking truck. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's the way it needs want- to be. I mean, you know, we need to we need to look after our elders. We, you know, we need to look after the weak. Um. <laughs> You know, if I if I know that there's a scam out there and, and you know, I have an, I have several elder neighbors in my neighborhood, um, and if they're going to get, if somebody's going to try to scam them, they're going to be escorted out of the neighborhood, basically. Yeah. Don't come back. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, the predators, I just, I just can't believe how much I mean, it's, it, Here's another thing, man, uh, I, you know, I just got a report that, you know, and I get these reports because I'm on a certain site. I, I'm not really going to go into detail because I try to keep, uh, you know, even, you know, like my uh, writings on the web page. I don't use names or, or, you know what I mean? First and last names or, or this and that. That just sets you up for a lawsuit. But I mean. These these predators, I mean it's just to me get a job. Do something productive with your life other than stealing people's money that they that worked a lifetime for. I mean, I I don't know what to tell you. Get a fucking job. Is yeah. it really that hard? Yeah.
2: Especially when you're hitting wait, yeah.
0: by a disaster. But I guess um I'm I'm part of another hack that uh got you know a national hack. And so now I gotta go change a bunch of fucking passwords and this and that because this hack uh got, you know, so so many people that they don't know if I am at risk and you know, I'm not gonna put myself out there at risk to begin with. Um, so I mean guy guys, I mean how many hacks have we had recently? We've had so many hacks. By whoever that you know, where your personal information gets put out there, and that's not cool.
2: Oh,
0: no, um, those are other predators, and they prey on the yeah. weak. Yeah,
1: they do. And that's the worst. I mean, I, when I was in prison, I seen it a lot. You know. And that's one of the major things I wanted to change about the Aryan Nation because these, you know, these younger guys, they come into the prison 17, 18 years old. They're not very big. They're really weak, you know. Little kid never touched a weight. Looks almost girly size, you know. The niggers are taking advantage of them, uh, hitting them in the ass and making them pay rent, just anything. And they come out acting like bitches or faggots or whatever the fuck, you know. And they're weak and scared. And uh, uh, it's just an ongoing process. It's nonstop when you're in prison. You see it every day. And then good white kids, you know, they're probably, like I said, they're weak. Yeah, but, I mean, you bring them into your ranks and you you get them tuned up a little bit. Talk to them. Put them on the weight pile. Get them lifted some weights and some self-esteem under their belt. And uh, really they turn out to be pretty good white men. But the thing of it is, is niggers are breaking them down as soon as they come through the door and they're weak. And I don't see not one white man up there, you know, cuffing them or taking them in under their wing or anything just to help them. It's fellow white man now. And uh, so I said, no, 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 this has got to change. These niggers just group up the door waiting for these young folks to come in like they're part of their group, you know. They crowd around them, hey, bro, they're all happy to see them. That ain't the way it is, they're robbing him. It's so, um, uh, so we put
0: a stop for that. I had a, I had a guy that, um, I was at a gas station getting, you know, trying to pay for some gas and, uh, I was the third or fourth one in line and, uh. This uh, white kid, I guess guess he thought he was just a fucking badass, turned around and looked at this big old buck nigger and said, uh, you need to get out of my space. You need to back up. That that fucking nigger got in his face and said, man, I'll smoke you. And and I'm like, wow, really? This kid didn't say anything. And and so I looked at the kid. I said, are you going to talk to talk or walk to walk? Because he just said he's going to fucking kill you. I mean, you know, I mean, what the fuck, dude? Are, are you a pussy or what? And, and, and then the nigger looks at me and goes, You talking shit? I said, I'll, No, I ain't talking shit. I'll back the shit up. Yeah, I'll knock your fucking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't got time to grab your gun. I'll fuck you. Know, You're fucking lights out, buddy. And so he didn't talk shit doing? to me, but he kept talking doing? shit to that kid. And uh, I went out and got my gas and. Um, Next thing I know, them two are fighting. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, really? Well, yeah, I, had to, I had to yell out, hey, nigger, I thought you said you're going to smoke them. Meaning you're going to yeah. shoot them. Now you're fighting yeah. them? Fucking, you're not a man of your word? You're a bitch. <laughs> so yeah. He looked at me. Yeah. He, just, he just fucking looked at me like I was fucking crazy. But I mean, it it happens. It happens every single day, Mel. And I mean, I mean, I had a a fallen brother that went out to Boston
1: with a couple guys that we met, and I moved out. First, moved out of state up to Wisconsin, and this old kid, he was going home to Boston. He didn't have no more money to live in Wisconsin. He he hadn't had no choice. He was just going home, but then uh, he was trying to save a little money, and he asked my brother Al to drive him out there and they got out there and the car broke down Al couldn't get it fixed he said pocket left the car behind and he bought a train ticket well, he's riding in the bar car having a few drinks talking to the the fellas in the fucking bar you know a bunch of white guys he says big old BP fucker uh, ball had to do going to fireman school and Al's sitting there talking all kinds of white power shit you know and these guys are all into it. They're laughing and joking and calling niggers, niggers. And these two niggers walk into the bar car and, and the other, all the guys got quiet and there's so old Alan. He had a copy of my old elite patch. I told him he could carry that. He can't use that until we find another patch. He can carry it on him and prove that he's an Aryan brother, you know? And uh, yeah. he, he fucking slapped it down the bar and all those guys was eyeballing it. Then he went over to the table where the two niggers were at and he slapped it down on their table and, and told them, you know, your time's up, man. You, you guys just can't be here. We're having fun in this car. One nigger shut the fuck up and got really scared and the other nigger got mouthy like he was going to fight. He said, me and my buddy's going, to whoop all your asses. And his buddy got up and walked out of our car and left him standing. And by that time, the big old goon that was going to school to be a fireman stepped up. Oh, and I wasn't no slouch either, you know, and, uh, he said, I, "I think you're all alone here. What, what's you got a problem still?" And uh, no, 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 I don't even, I, I, I we, you know, we were just checking this car out, and out the door he went. <laughs> <laughs> they, went up to, up, they went back to the bar car up to the bar and fucking laughed their asses off, and and those fucking four white guys bought him drinks all the way to Illinois.
0: Oh shit. Yeah, he got off that bar car all fucked
1: up, but boy. He told me, I guess Al told that nigger, I'll put you through the motherfucking window and
2: you'll be walking, nigger. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh,
1: shit. Then they all went up there and only two of them stood, you know, on fucking five. The other three sat at the bar and after that they laughed all night. The fireman was going out to California. Al was headed to uh, uh, Illinois
0: back to Illinois. Hey, Mel, we've been in many, many situations throughout the years where we are, we're outnumbered, um, you know, five to one, six to one, seven to one, whatever. But I mean, we never back down. I mean, it's just, I guess we're just stupid that way. Yeah, we, don't we just don't back down. And yeah, we just we did do, we don't back down. And I, I guess the opposition just thinks we're either fucking out of our minds or just fucking crazy. Because, I mean, that, we're, we're there. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, fucking swing. Bring it on.
1: That's because, you know, JD, that's because we're the true Aryan nation and we're true Aryan warriors. True Aryan warriors don't see safety in numbers and they don't take no bullshit. These motherfuckers out here today trying to claim the Aryan nations, you know over the years, what we go through? Like 10, 12 times we've fought with people over the Aryan nation name. And uh, every time they seem to shut it down because you can't compete with the true Aryan nation. I mean, uh, you can pump your hair up real wild and put makeup on your face and act like you're Kiss, but there's only one group called Kiss. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And uh, as much as any other group out there wants to try to be them, they can't be. And so, uh, just like us, there's only one Aryan nation. And that's us.
2: More many people
1: than us. Many people's tried to be the Aryan nation, none have, have made it. We are the Aryan nation. These guys need to fucking quit fucking dicking around and, and see the truth in it and get on board or get the fuck home and quit calling themselves any type of white power because it ain't if you look at our website and we're still here today and none of our membership has gone to prison no not a one not in 10 years have we lost a guy to the county jail or even prison federal nothing and uh that's because we do everything hundred percent legal. Oh, sure fighting ain't legal, but that shit talking ain't legal either, you know? Uh and once in a while a guy does take a chance of getting a fight. But <laughs> when you go back and review the bar cameras in these time and days, we got digital bar cameras in every bar, you they always see where the Aryan Nation brother was defending himself. see? You, you know. Uh might have been up in the middle of t- checking a motherfucker, but then, uh, but it was always due to come to the brother to make trouble,
0: right? Yeah, we don't go in there
2: looking for trouble, but sure as shit, it comes looking for
1: us, and uh, and, and we just don't back down, like you said, but the numbers don't count.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was me, Shaggy, and and you know, a couple of the girls, and uh, we showed up at bar uh, at a bar before you guys did. It's one big old fucking white dude. I guess he didn't like my fucking patches. He didn't like Shaggy's patches, and I just I fucking uh, got Shaggy's attention, and I just moved my eyeballs, you know, towards that dude. He goes, "Yeah, I already know." He goes, "I," you know, basically, he gave me the. Yeah, I already know about this motherfucker. Yeah, I, I already seen what's going on. And then, um, I mean, the guy stood up. He wanted, to, he wanted to start shit. But, I mean, it was it was only him standing up, and sh- me and Shaggy were in there, you know? And, and it's like, well, does he really want to fucking go two-on-one? I mean, yeah, we'll let you throw the first punch. But then uh, all you guys walked in, you know, off the, off the motorcycles and shit, and uh, he sat his ass back down. <laughs> Yeah. They, don't, so he they, don't,
1: they don't seem to have a problem. What I don't like is when I'm when a guy sees I get my plate of food and he wants to come over and stand there and introduce himself to me when I come into a biker bar. I don't mind while I'm waiting for my food to, uh, to fucking uh, go talk to guy and talk a little politics and, you know, sh- shoot the shit a little bit. But but goddamn, when a guy sees your food, plate of food's finally here he should at least give you enough respect to let you eat and not come over and introduce himself and three buddies you know uh, yeah
0: you want, you want to eat that shit while it's, while it's hot man I mean hell
1: yeah and I won't even stand up I'll shake my hand and I'll shake his hand to keep right on eating and talking with one hand look I'm sitting here with my buddies and and uh a lot of times down here, I'm, I'm by myself, but I still wear my patch, and I got a couple buddies with me. I don't know if they'll stand with me or not, and uh fucking, the guy wants to stand there and invite you to his clubhouse and talk, talk, talk while you're fucking trying to eat. Uh, I don't mind, like I said, but fuck it fucking sucks. I'd rather enjoy myself eating than then talk to some shop with a guy.
0: All right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I had I've been you know, I had you know, i I've been there and, and you know, we've all been there and but we've always been about business and promoting this organization and this club um for the betterment of the, the, the white society as a whole. You know, yeah. if somebody is willing to yeah. jump off the fence and and say, "Hey, man, what are you guys about? What's your ideology? What's your what's your uh, constitution? What's your bylaws?" Um, you have, you know, and when you you tell them all that, and then you tell them we have a, ca- a national, we have a council, we have national ambassadors, and this and that, and they're going, "What the fuck?" Uh, you know, you know just- I mean. Yeah, no thing it is good it. Is yeah. Cool. we get our shit together, and it doesn't seem like anybody else does. Yeah,
1: they want to talk to you about your club, see what you're about. And right away, you know, I tell them, well, we're an Aryan Nation-based club. I mean, we are the Aryan Nation, and, and we're the militant arm on Solistic Souls. Oh, right away he wants to invite you to his clubhouse. So the next thing I say, you got fucking niggers or non-white members in your club? Well, yeah, we got a few. Now, why the fuck do you want to invite me to your clubhouse to hang out with niggers when you know I'm a white power guy? Because I just told you I was an Aryan Nation based group.
0: I, you know, what's even more funny is uh, somebody you know writes us on the internet and says, "Hey, man, I'm interested in your organization. This, this, and that," and. Uh, uh, get a hold of me and and you know we check them out we check their you know uh, we we check them out through the you know very several different outlets and uh, find out they got you know black friends and nigger friends and or or you even nigger family members and it's like, and hey, you wanted to be part of our organization nah, that's not All gonna right. happen, man. All right. Right. Well, I got a whole We're big kidding. guy I told you the other day that uh, said his phone was hacked. Remember I told you about him? And he
1: had this yeah. hero, yeah. Fucking some kind of surgery. He got back. I told him, you know, I told him to, to, uh well, I think he just got hit by a group of hackers. And I told him to how he needed to clean his computer up and get it straight and, and use a different Google address, email address, and a different password, not the one that was on there before. And do that for every app on the computer that you have. Start a whole new one with that email address and a different password than before. And anybody that you know that's been hacked, your family, he says family members have been hacked too. Well then he tells me about, hey man, I know the Aryan Nation is big. And you guys, you know more than what you're telling me or something, or he said you're not very high up because your higher ups gotta know something about this remote Nero fucking something. Uh, surgery. And then maybe they can talk in his head and see what he sees. Like, you know, and I asked, so I asked the guy, what do you do for a living? I mean, you know, if he, he works in a computer office or some kind of big shot IT. I could see maybe he's got some serious hackers on his ass or something. You know what I mean? I said, right. to him, or I said, or I said not to get in your business or your family have money or something. I said, it don't really matter to me because I don't really care. And uh, I said, I'm just trying to help you out. No, my family don't got money and I work in Lowe's. This is a multi million dollar surgery. He's talking about this juice set up for him when he was just going in for some kind of simple surgery. And he swears they hooked these cameras and shit up to him. But, and, uh, <laughs> and, so I, I, and so I come back with this. So, hey, man, you mean to tell me these guys did this multi-million dollar fucking surgery on your ass so they can watch you roll around Lowe's? You know they did it because I'm white. I said, no. Look, dude, I went and had a couple surgeries while I was in prison, and I was the state president for the Aryan Nation at the time. I said, don't you see where they might want to know my business a little more than what you do at Lowe's? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, never you, that pissed him off. You know, I mean, yeah, what, yeah. what is he the IT guy at Lowe's? I mean, what does he do as far as IT? Is is he the um, is he the price changer on the computer? I mean, come on, man. I mean, there's a lot of IT people at Lowe's. I mean, you he know what the, the is that? What? He's a stock boy. <laughs> they didn't do any surgery on him. No,
2: he didn't. But he gets
1: back to me and he says, listen, dude, I know there's people higher up than you to know
2: something about this. (laughs) I
1: I hated and Bubble, man, but I didn't even tell him. (laughs) (laughs) I just left the kid hanging, man, because I could already see he wasn't right. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah,
0: but that picture that we've seen on our, um, you know, uh, Facebook website uh, or, or group site, uh, the picture we saw on there, I was like, man, there's something wrong with this dude. He looks all quacky, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I, I just, he, he, something just didn't seem like he was all there. So I left him alone,
1: you know, and he called me, he hit me again with, Hey man, I, I I thought you guys was
0: white powered you you help out your fellow wife. <laughs> well, we are. Uh, we just don't have we don't have time for quacky people that think that um, you know the uh, Jew did a multi-million dollar surgery so they can watch you stock shelves. Well.
1: Oh. Yeah, once I told him how to fix his fucking phone and he got his phone fixed where he figured out he wasn't hacked no more, he's talking all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> and before that, he was awful fucking
2: humble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, so we I got to kill him Well, we got to kill it. Sometimes, somebody- it,
0: it, it, huh? it sometimes it even amazes me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not easy, easily amazed. We got some cookie son of a bitches out there that think that, you know, the the, the government's using algorithms in their brains. And it's like, no, algorithms is for fucking computers, dumbass.
1: Well, yeah, I wanted to make sure his phone was clean. I I called him from uh, from a different number, a, a fucking Wi-Fi number, and then I I I told him I sent him a few texts and, and told him, I want you know I want to make sure your phone's clean before I call you. And uh, uh, the, we texted back and forth enough that I realized I don't have to call this guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. The joys of being on top, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I had, I had fun with it, you know. Kid didn't make me mad. Did he come back and try to put us down. Like, I thought you were there. Shit, I just blocked him. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I got things I could actually be doing besides sitting around typing like that.
0: Yeah, like putting your fucking truck together, Mel. What the fuck, dude?
1: I'm almost there. I put my headers on today. And I got fucking two, three different kinds of fucking. The guy that put it together was a moron. It must have been related to this guy that called me because he's got all three different kinds of bolts holding the headers on. I just used them the last time, but this time I'm putting together and it's just, a bitch when I could have one wrench there that fits all the fucking bolts, you know what I mean? Right. So I called AutoZone today to see, you know when I asked for the bolts to go around, you know how they got flanched out right before the head of the bolt and it, and it sets in the hole like a spacer for a transmission bolt?
0: Yeah. I called O'Reilly's for a transmission bolt set. A
1: girl got on there and told me they got it. And it was like 21 bucks. I figured it'd be a little higher than just six or eight bolts would be at the store, you know. They're made to stretch and everything else. Uh, and so uh, I get there, and the girl's all sorry that she gave me the boat on a, a transmission, no, not a bolt set. And the guys were standing over there snickering in the corner telling about, hey, man, you could just go over to Lowe's." I said, look, man, I know I'm not no fucking idiot. I know I can go over to Lowe's and get the fucking hardened grade eight bolts that fucking and put washers on them. I said, but I was looking for the bolt with a head on it, a bolt kit, to bolt that on. So it's flanged out because I don't want no fucking shaking or vibration or anything, you know. How, and I told him how the same thing as you, how flanged out there for the head like a spacer. And your average bolt ain't built like that. Oh, oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa! Wait a minute, the kid says, and anyone. Now they ain't laughing. They're all fucking jumping around, hopping, getting on the computer, see if they can find what I'm talking about. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. And then I said, then I was looking for some other shit too, and they they couldn't find that either. So I said, all right, boys. And then when I left, the girl was snickering. (laughs) oh <laughs> uh, fuck yeah and uh so uh so they didn't have what i needed anyway so i went down the road i ended up using the grade 8 bolts on that but today i needed these and i put my smog pump on when i tore that bracket off i left it setting the, the smog pump and everything all on the bracket i set it in the back of my truck and the thing filled full of water I'm gonna eliminate that uh, smog pump anyway. They got a elimination kit for it, and uh, it's damn near the same price as a goddamn smog pump. So I'm thinking I'm gonna get the elimination kit.
0: Yeah, you don't need. I mean, you don't need all that unless your vehicle has to be uh, inspected on a yearly or bi yearly basis.
1: Well, you see how it is. Is uh, I got headers anyway right yeah so I don't have all that emissions hooked up to my headers so I can eliminate that I was seeing where that really carbonates your motor up bad it's it's that uh, top valve that goes in your header into your uh, I mean intake (coughs) that that, that fucking uh, EGR valve where you uh, yeah. pump, pump all that in from your exhaust, that's just dumping that carbon into your motor right through your carburetor and your valves. And, and that shit just gets hard and gritty like sand. You might as well be dumping fine grit in your motor. Right. Yeah. Uh, just a way to keep you down, wear your motor out faster, make you buy a new car. Government, you know, Uncle Sam gets more taxes like that.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, they get money, you know, on the state level and Fed level and everything else.
1: Yeah, and then we'll send guys around. You'll pay guys to check your cars and your equipment to make sure your emissions control is working right and you've got it working on your cars. So that's a whole team of people that these car companies got to pay to come out check the cars to make sure their machines are properly put in these emissions control units on the cars. They work properly. Right. You know what
0: I mean? Hey, give me about yeah. uh, a minute and a half and I'll be right back, bro. i got to uh, do something real quick.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's what they do. I'll just keep rattling on. And uh, they call it emissions control. I was watching a little bit on it today on YouTube about that. And they do make a bypass plate. I had it on another motor where you could take that
2: EGR
1: valve off and uh, uh, put a plate on it and seal it down. And uh, that's just what I've done on my last motor. I'll probably do it again on this one. It takes a big two- or three-inch piece out of your motor and opens it up real nice on the top too so it looks more like a hot rod, less like a family car or some kind of goddamn space motor. don't need all that crap on there to, to give these days anyway. All oh, damn sensors ain't worth a shit. Uh, uh, they, they just bring you down man and, and it's another way they stop your car by getting it with power. Wait till an EMP hits, man. I was like, I gotta do is Pull my distributor out and put a point set up in there and that thing's ready to go. Uh, yeah. I don't need a battery. I can bump start it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm You know, you, you remember my Dodge is putting five on the floor too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you're, that's old enough you're just like me. It ain't got a whole lot of sensors. So really all you're going to have to do is uh change your distributor sure, cap point. And point system in it and, and fucking take bump started if the battery don't work. Right. You're in good hands. Most cars will be dead. You got a truck, you just hook a chain on them and pull them on their side, and knock a hole in the bottom of the tank. And, stand there with a five-gallon can and fill it. Yeah. Nobody's going to bitch because your car don't run anyway. I mean, like, there's a couple, you know, full tank whenever you stop.
0: Who's the 567 oh, number? I, I don't know. I think
1: it won't that EMP affect the primer in your bullets, too.
0: Now, the bullet they're not electronic, uh, man. EMP is all electronic. Right. Um uh,
1: Yeah, EMP is all electronic.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, and, you know, it ain't electric charge, ain't it? No, that's a crack, ain't it? Yeah, that won't affect what? that, but they're making them so the primers wear out after so
3: many years are obsolete. Obama
0: did that. Yeah, there's ammunition out there from 1940s that still works today perfectly. Yeah,
1: that won't happen again.
0: Oh,
3: uh-uh. I'm in the five. uh...
0: Corey he says he's a five seven one number, but it says 567.
1: Corey out there, is
0: that you? Corey you called
1: in. Five six seven. Oh well, anyway, ah. Uh, <laughs> I see something, man. One
0: hand raised. Yeah, it's Corey. Go ahead and put Corey on the line. Yeah, that's him. I got him muted, I can unmute him. Yeah, unmute him. Uh, Corey, I'd love to have Brother Corey on the line. Hey, Corey. Yeah.
3: I (laughs) I was trying to figure out how to get this thing working, and it won't let me log in, and so I had to call in as a guest.
1: Oh yeah, that works great. Uh, we just didn't know who you were, so we we was bullshitting on how the government's got all this
2: control on and JD started the show off with uh, all the Mueller report and how the government's trying, you know,
1: push communism.
3: Yeah, they got control on a lot of things. I mean Yeah they do. but, but I was, re- I was reading on the, in a paper uh, online, they said like three million Americans now are on the verge of catching a class two felony for owning a bump stock because they outlawed them and they're not doing a buyback program or anything for them. So you're just supposed to shred it? Pretty, pretty much. You're supposed to melt it down or give it back to them. I mean, people spend two, three hundred dollars on a bump stock, and the government's not trying to buy them back or nothing. But they wanted to ban them, and it's a class two felony, uh, federal felony, or something like that. If you get caught with one.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you now, know what's funny, Corey, is they, is they never connected the uh, Vegas shooter to any um, white supremacist organization. They didn't connect him to any. Uh, muslim organization they didn't connect them to anything any organization whatsoever and they swept everything under the rug and they did pass the bump stock you know they you know anti-bump stock law but i mean i don't have a bump stock like you know what on my fucking crossbow <laughs> yeah, really but uh yeah um you know it, it just really you know i mean if they're going to initiate that, then they need to let everybody know. I mean, there's 3 million Americans that got damn bump stocks?
3: Through the sales through sales records, What that's what they're estimating, is that they sold over 3 million of them. So.
1: Hey, imagine
3: those guys that go to gun shows and buy them in bulk. You know,
1: you pay a pretty good price for those things anyway, and you, you got 50 of them on your shelf you got to give them back.
0: I, I just don't see the purpose and in, in. I mean, the bump stock really has. I mean, it it does make it a your your automatic your, your semi-automatic weapon a little a little faster from the reprocession per- of the bolt. But it, I mean, it's not pretty
3: much. It's I mean, it's, it's not, just it's a not, safer way or of, of filing down your your firing pin, I mean
2: Yeah.
3: you
1: can walk in and you a
2: couple do the same thing. Well you know hey, it's semi
1: automatic just as fast. I mean you can pull that trigger pretty fucking fast. I've heard my neighbors say sh- semi automatic rifle with a thirty round clip in it, man. You can pull that trigger just as fast as a goddamn machine gun.
3: Oh, yeah. It's not. It's just something people buy to sit there, and it's just a way of showing how the government wants to control everything, like, there's just, it's.
1: Well, yeah, it's one guy's way, you know, he moves in next door to and you're a gun owner out in the country, and he's a he's gun hater, and. He hears you out shooting your gun, and, all oh, they're to be law against that, you know. And then he gets to talking, yep. and then he's got buddies, and then another house opens in the neighborhood. And he gets one of his buddies on it, and next thing you know, they're down at City Hall crying like you're offending them. That's, how yeah, they that's it. all
3: they do. Yeah, that's all they I mean, it's all a bunch of, it's just political bull crap. Like, I'm paying, I'm paying city taxes. And, you know, instead of fixing the roads and doing things they need to do, the police department went out and bought fucking four damn fucking Dodge Challenger Hellcats.
1: Oh, yeah, like somebody's got something fast enough to get away from them out there.
3: Yeah, like like their regular chargers weren't doing it enough, but they had to get a Challenger. They had to buy four Challenger Hellcats. There's nobody yeah. in this town of Mansfield running 800 horsepower out there that are doing stuff illegal.
0: <laughs> uh, my uh, Mel, Mel will tell you, my 410 horsepower Challenger would catch pretty much anybody except for somebody on a motorcycle. So you might need one Hellcat to catch maybe yes. something uh, wrong, along the lines of a Jap bike at 100 or 1,000, you know, 1,000 cc or above. But, I mean, you're not going to need four. What the fuck do you need four for?
3: Oh. I need to find you're more
0: ways to spend my tax money. That's what they need to do. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny It's funny you say that. Um, uh, there, the, you know, um, there was a uh, guy. I forgot what the guy told me. I explained it to this military guy. It passed by on the road, and basically it's an armored vehicle, but it had four wheels in the back and two in the front. And it was totally uh, armored, and it had police lights on it. And basically, it was carrying the SWAT team. And there was a, um, a a police unit in front of it, and a police unit behind it. And I'm like, what in the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, yes. who the hell is, yes. you know is Armageddon son? You know what I mean? I mean, that, I mean that's um, I mean. That,
3: that's just their that's their drug enforcement teams. That's what they they draw. I see them out here. Once a month, they they'll sit there, they'll have a couple squad cars, couple Suburbans, and then they'll have their big armored vehicle, and they'll fucking just slam the brakes on all of a sudden, and you see fifty motherfuckers just rush a fucking house, kick the door in.
1: Right. Yeah, that's how they do it.
3: Uh, uh, we were. I, it, it was about a few months a few months ago. They did that to me and all. Uh, in front of uh, me and allay, we were taking her to work. In the morning, all of a sudden, all the cars just slam their brakes on in front of us.
2: Oh
1: yeah, yeah. And then they just get out and bombard the house. Uh, yeah, that happened to me once. I wasn't the car behind them; I was the house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They come in, they stick a gun in your face and everything, man. They got they will put you in a chair in the middle
3: of the room and tear your house apart. Uh line everything my P, up. My and P.O. The table and them point. did that. My P.O. Yeah. and them did that a couple like two months ago to my kids. I was at work. And they came home, they came for a home visit. My kids opened the door, all of a sudden they push her out of the way and they come up in the house. Fucking like seven cops. They're putting everybody in handcuffs, putting them on the wall, just trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What? <laughs> they do your PO do that? Yeah. Don't
1: even root about had, it. Uh, I mean, it's, it's
0: not like
2: the, it's just the, a home visit, you know? It's a Gestapo yeah. visit. <laughs> that's, that's
0: what it I, is. I mean. Bro, were you were you convicted of a violent crime?
3: Oh yeah. Uh,
2: yeah oh, I was, okay.
3: <laughs> I beat a guy you with know, a baseball bat, and then turned uh, around and stabbed the OSU campus rapist in prison cell. So. Oh yeah. Well, they got a couple at that
1: point. Yeah. <laughs> Then you get the prison and them fucking chomos and them child molesters and shit.
3: Oh, yeah. There's no
1: slack to those guys, you know what I mean? I don't know how. Oh, yeah. you uh, just... uh, what's his name making it in prison out there? Uh, oh, what the fuck's his last name? Uh, John Jack's uncle. Price. Christ. August Christ, Christ. I don't know how I don't know how he's making it in the prison system out there because he's a fucking child molester. Those Aryan brothers should be just knocking him around daily.
3: Well, that's the thing; they're they're not. (laughs) Uh, He's down in South Carolina. He's in South Carolina, and we had a couple guys up here. In Lucasville and OSP that actually were with him on the street. And they sit there and both of them ride him and everything. And he, down in South Carolina, he's acting like he's a fucking god. No. Well,
0: that, that's, absolutely, that, that's absolutely bullshit because we have. Um, um, dang it. Who's the, 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 who's the damn. It, well, no, we have, um, um, what's his name that, uh, was, was staying behind August. Christ said, Oh, well, he didn't, he didn't child molest, uh, anybody. And he's a fucking child molester. Uh, nope. Bell, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, down there where you guys rode, uh, you, you and Terry, uh, what the fuck is his damn name? I'm, I'm tired. Um, uh, dang it. Um. Uh, you know the dude I put on fucking Dagger Alley with that fucking rat dog? Granby, uh, Missouri. Who's been Granby, Missouri, Mel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. The half bearded ass
0: Yeah, exactly. He was sticking up for Christ. Oh, well, he was not a child molester. Well, you've been convicted, you've been charged with child molestation. You went to the fucking nut house instead of prison. I don't know how the hell you got that opportunity, but, um, I don't know. you know what I
2: mean?
0: That was his grandkids. You once you've been committed of uh, uh,
2: child molesting, you're stripped of anything, Aryan nation. You're, we don't yeah.
1: allow yep. that shit.
3: Huh? Well, well, what man, what crisis Cruggles was stripped everything. prior to that, though. Christ, yes he was. Christ, uh, I heard, I heard Crisis was uh he was stripped before he even uh got convicted of child molestation that he he conspired to try to like take over and everything and have a revolt. Yeah,
1: yeah, I believe that was a story too, man. I don't remember who I think it was Ray there and that shot him down, wasn't it? Stripped him.
3: Yeah. They they yeah. stripped his thing.
1: And I, I, that's why yeah, people and, are following him out there. They should be him punishment every day.
3: Because I used to talk to, when I was in prison, I used to write uh, Sean Winkler and talk to him about some stuff. Because yeah, there know. was a lot of people there.
1: I was supposed to go hold security on Sean Winkler at a rally in Tennessee, and he didn't even show up.
3: Oh, yeah?
1: Yeah, man. That, I mean, he's a, he sounds all right. I talked to him on the phone. I talked to him online a few times, but did he talk shit on us guys? He he sided with uh, Goulet.
3: Yeah, he, he did side. He sided with Goulet for a while, and then he... Goulet... Pretty much, he wrote everybody in prison a letter saying that he fell all the way back from the Aryan Nations because it was a bunch of bikers and derogatory people just bringing down what Pastor Butler started and stood for. And
0: <laughs> we got the dirty, greasy biker syndrome coming back to us again.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: awesome. Well, we them bad guys, Yeah, we're the guys. dirty, greasy bikers. <laughs> <laughs> of course he can't compete with us. He was trying to... Hey, dude, he wanted to have a World Congress, right? And we were all
2: supposed yeah. to go up, up there in fucking Louisiana. And you, keep, and you can't smoke,
1: you can't drink. You're men. What men don't have a beer after a meeting? You know what I mean? Yeah.
3: Even
1: George yeah, Washington's boys had a drink after a meeting, and, uh, and he wanted the women to sleep in one bunkhouse and the men to sleep in the other bunkhouse, and you, he didn't want – we all didn't see that. I'm, if I'm going there, I'm sleeping in the same bed with my old lady.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and we. so I said, well, I'll just take a tent, and I'll run a campsite close by, and I'll just be there every day while well, he didn't like that because we were all going to, all the sadistic souls were going to have an area away from him. So we can have a few beers hey. at the end of the day and uh, uh, then sleep with my old lady in the tent when I'm done at the end of the night. And I'll be damned if, uh, boy, he had a fucking fit over that.
0: Hey, Brother Corey, you know that... Um, um, uh Glett wanted us as the NSS ANSSMC to dress up in Nazi uniforms and ride down the road in Nazi uniforms. You know what kind of puzzle that we put on our backs? He didn't want us to hey. have a cut with our, our, our holy symbols, you know, and a three piece cut at that. He wanted us to, you know, dress up like basically Jeff Shoop and ride motorcycles, and we were not gonna go for that. Yeah. Anyone,
1: those public functions, have public function and hide behind police.
0: Uh-huh. No, we don't do that.
1: They went to St. Louis and had that Yarborough thing. And uh, you know what's fucked up? is uh, The guy's name is Lindspad. He tells this story about how he loaded up in the car and went and picked up this other snitch, uh, Miller.
3: That snitched on the order. Yeah. They, they
0: yeah, picked
1: Glenn, up Miller. Glenn Miller and Glenn Miller, then went over and picked up uh, uh, Goulet. And the, they're all snitches, man. And they rode up to the some place and got uh, Goulet set up for this foundation money that comes to him all the time. And here he is. Yeah,
0: like they the it's a hell of room memorial fund now.
1: And so the guy that snitched on the the original order is with them to prove that he's the world leader of the Aryan nation. And I think they were all getting the money so they could go get some crack. And uh fucking uh <laughs> 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 Ain't no lie here, man. And uh so they Linstein told the story and now they, they got him all this funding. And, uh and they're two snitches and they're all three snitches. From the Aryan Nation and that's how Goulette got his his claim to the Aryan Nation and he had those two with him saying and then he got this big foundation fund. He gets like five grand a month. Huh.
0: When I don't Karen. think it's that much, you but then, then, then on top of that, you have John Jack Christ. It's a part of the other snitch organization called the United, United Clans of America. And, um, you know, that was basically uh, bought out or, you know, brought down by the SPLC. And you're not, nobody's supposed to use that name anymore. But, um, you know, we got uh, Bradley Jenkins that was going to... Um, you know, help, uh, the, what was that? Southside yeah, great all or all some time. bullshit like that. Now. Um, well,
1: well, here's the thing of it is though, here he is up there doinking or trying to doink on, uh, Perry Yarborough's old lady trying to make it look good. Like they're going to raise a big stink and get him released. And he's trying to denounce the Aryan nation so he can get out. And, uh, Wow. In, in the meantime, while he's trying to doink his old lady, uh, he's hanging around with one of the guys that snitched on him and got him put there. Hanging yeah. <laughs> yeah, around with a guy and doinking his old lady, too. What the fuck? That's not a great <laughs> Nation leader. <laughs> that sounds like some nigger shit. Yeah, you know what? Uh, so I mean, I don't Gulan. I ain't got no use for him, but he, you know, he he did kind of gank a nice change, chunk of change. It would go nice for the Aryan Nation, but let him have it. Like the boss said, we don't live on nobody's coattails. We're all due paying members, and, and that's and our club will come up, and we only honorable men. You you see it? You're you're, you're one of us, and uh. I mean, it's wrote right in our constitution that you don't mess with your brother's old lady.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's I, I, one of the things I liked about this club when I seen that because i looked at a couple other 1% clubs, you know, and being locked up like you are. You, you hear them talking in there. Your old lady's my old lady. She's all club property. So, uh,.
3: Six fellas yeah, want to they'll... show up at your house at 2 o'clock in the morning and tell you we were supposedly,
1: you're supposed to say she's in there. <laughs> <laughs> that don't fly with us, man.
2: <laughs> no. No. And, uh,
1: and they, I mean, they can call us dirty bikers if they want, but these guys violate their own rules. We catch a guy getting out there bad on drugs. We, we talk to them about it, you know. Hey man, it seems like you got a problem, and not just me saying that. I'm hearing it from three or four other brothers. You think you need some help, and most of them deny it. And when you start confronting them at a council meeting with the brothers that told you that he's on the drugs, uh, you get mad and quit. Uh, it just it really sucks because we've lost a lot of brothers to drugs, and. Uh, and lots of brothers.
2: Women's got drugs be
0: but they're real close well, to I mean,
2: each other.
0: You know, we can't have the illegal activities. I mean if somebody wants to do something in, in, in as far as recreational use, that's one thing. But when you're when when it's becoming a part of your life, that's another thing. And then that involves us because you know, our brothers yeah. are part of our lives. You know, if it's so a yeah, recreational is one thing. You know, um, daily use is another. I mean, you know, I it just, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, I'm not going to tell some guy or any any of my brothers what they can and cannot do. But I mean, when you start looking fucked up and jacked up and everything else, and then you're bringing you're bringing not only Rico upon me, or being bringing Rico on everybody. And, and, uh, and all they got to do is lie. Two or three of them get together and lie on you, and, and it's true. And, uh, yeah. and, and then our single
2: brothers, we got to run their own ladies before they come around with them. Uh, and and uh, well, Because some of them ladies ain't so straight either.
1: We found a couple bad broads we snitches. I mean, not that, like we don't do anything wrong, but uh, when a, when you got a good informant and they go lying on you just to look good because they've been down to your clubhouse, and they don't want to say nothing's going on. Uh, the next thing you know, you got trouble on your hands. Who are they going to believe? Somebody who's given up a lot of good names, or or some criminals?
3: <laughs> yeah, are <laughs>
1: trying to pin something <clears throat> It's just I mean every guy that's ever left our club the feds come right to his door and talk to him about us There's nothing to tell. I mean now just what you see on the website is just how we live uh, <laughs> And we, we think the cops after 10 years the feds are getting tired of watching us, but uh, The more we grow the more they watch us and it's still the same old shit just us guys Riding around on bikes, having fun, enjoying time with each other. Yep. Yeah, you know,
3: we
2: discuss
1: what goes on up in your neighborhood, and what goes on in my neighborhood, and the trouble that's gone down, and how you prevent it from going on around your house. And, uh, oh, yeah, I never tried that. And you put a couple good ideas into effect, and it keeps trouble off your front and back door. You know what I mean? Yep. We all, we all hand ideas around. And then what really helps is when we show up and you got five or six guys on bikes and we're all gathered at your house. Well, the local hoodlums see it and they're just punks. Well, that's one of the houses that you know. Well, you don't fuck
2: with that house because <laughs> <That's> bad company.
0: And <laughs> for you, you're going to. You're going know, to try to make it down for the reunion conference, right? For the float trip?
3: When's that what? one? Is uh, that that's the one no. in... Yeah, like, I thought you were... No, no, I yeah, think he was, was coming for working?
1: Memorial Day. You were going
2: yeah,
3: to be yeah, Memorial, Memorial day. day. Memorial... I thought I was, Slim was talking to me about going to the actual Congress.
1: Oh, yeah, that's in August.
3: Yeah, that's the one we were trying for, cause my PO, cause I just had that funeral to go out of out of state for for my uh, my uh, old lady's grandma passed away. So he just granted yeah. me a thing like last month to drive to Michigan for that. Yeah, cause I was talking to Slim about it, and he said that that the actual Congress was in August, and that's the one I was going to try to go to. Because, okay, yeah. That. yeah, that'll be a good one. That, we have
0: a float trip and a bonfire. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to try to get my buddy's uh, airboat. In, yeah, it uh, don't matter. These rest of these motherfuckers, like Mel and, and the boss and all them, they got canoes and they got to, you know, paddle and everything else. Fuck that, dude. I'm taking an airboat and I just fly right across the damn water. Bullshit. I ain't Some paddling of us Some of us will <laughs> be, uh, We'll just
3: hook ropes onto you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
0: can go canoeing.
1: It's light water here in Missouri. Have you ever seen Missouri River?
0: Yeah, it's slow uh, and. <laughs> Oh, slow go. Looks I've like a creek. There's a the river low.
3: between you... St. I've seen the one between St. Louis and uh, Belleville. Yeah, that's. No. That's... I don't Most know what the river that down is out here.
1: They call <laughs> rivers, man. They're just creeks. You can jump across it. If you can't jump across it, you can wade across it. There might be a spot where you drop <laughs> on over your head for about three feet and then you're on the other side, and you're back up, up at your ankles.
0: Like just if I'm a big pulling ten, if, I'm pulling, if I'm pulling 10 yeah. canoes with an airboat, we're gonna fly. No Rocky, <laughs> you know what
1: bad thing about that? JD has got big trees sometimes. There's a couple places we gotta push our canoe down under a tree fog and lift it up.
0: Oh dude, the airboat only needs six inches of water, it'd go right over that fucking log. I don't know about your canoe. No, I
2: guess
0: you'd be. Of, you'd long asking. the log's probably
1: yeah. five feet out of the ground.
0: It's a tree. It's a tree. Oh. From to air- the top bank to a lower bank, and have that
1: fan blade blocked off, you wouldn't be able to get under it.
0: Well, you oh, better bring your fucking you chainsaw. Yeah, we
1: just—you ain't got to worry about shipping over. We we put chainsaws in there. <laughs>
0: I know, I'm, I'm not about minutes. no hard work anymore, man. I'm, I'm about having fun. I don't give a I shit about i doing fucking chain, stuff. I got a good sharp chain. We make firewood out of a small section big enough to get all the boats through there in one way. <laughs> Hey, man, yeah, like one thing day. we we got fun. Uh, the last time I was out at Mel's bonfire, Mel, Mel and uh, Brooks, they they went ahead and slept, you know, at the at the house and, and whatnot, and uh, I slept in Mel and Brooks' uh, tent. And you know, I have sleep apnea, so I snored like a motherfucker. And then, uh, uh the boss was like. Man, Mel, you were snoring like some bitch last night. He That wasn't me. That was JB. I'm like, Oh, bro, you just fucking ratted me
2: out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like,
0: oh, <man>. yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, man, I just did burnouts all over your fucking, your damn, uh, your damn pasture with my damn challenger, and you just damn dry snitched me on fucking Storm last night, bro. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> well, it was a hell of a bonfire. You
1: can't get within 100 feet of it. Oh, somehow.
0: it lights like the yard. Yeah, I like was tailoring. asking for fucking damn coat hangers and marshmallows and fucking uh, Hershey chocolate bars. I
1: piled as high as this small uh, walnut tree I got out there. It's probably uh, 12 inches across on the trunk.
2: a uh, pretty big fire.
1: I bet it's two stories. And I fill a whole pond bottom in. Probably about 20 foot around. Probably 25, 20 foot tall.
0: You know, you know would be pretty cool uh, is a lot of crosser or Swazi this year.
1: We wanted to every year, but I get so tired because I don't build the bonfire till the last minute like I should have
0: had it built already, and it's not done yet. I've been doing so much other stuff. Uh, <laughs> Dude, and, uh, yeah, it's fucking, it's it's fucking mud out your house. If you even got a third of the rain that we got here, where I live, fuck, I'm surprised you can get around on your property. <laughs> yeah, we're in flood stages right now. Um, it's coming your way, Corey. You got hit with the storms yet?
3: Yeah, but it's. Been it, it ain't been too bad yet, but I mean it's been rated off and on for about the past week. My fucking backyard's a fucking swamp. Yeah, so it It's probably it's
1: probably coming your way. The last two days we got hit with some pretty hard thunderstorms and uh we got about seven or eight inches of rain. And uh tonight we're supposed to get two or three
2: more inches. More flat. Yeah, fun. I don't,
0: uh, that shit was on, so i way
3: up to you. <laughs> so, when I, get, when I go mudding and get stuck, who's going to come pull me out? I
1: don't know. It's a long haul out
2: there,
1: 12 hour wait. <laughs> <laughs> 17 for JD. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: camper gear. Right? 12 hours away. Uh,
0: 36 hours on but I got, a 60, yeah, I got access to a 65 horse tractor to fucking pull, pull five Chevys out at once. Don't oh, God, Chevy. I got a Ford. I'll just be waiting a couple days.
2: Oh, well, <laughs>
0: yes, well. Yes, Mel, that man tractor's pretty fucking big.
1: Huh,
0: <laughs> oh, Mel, at the cabin, that tractor?
1: Yeah, we'd have to haul it out there in a trailer.
0: <laughs> nah, you can drive, it, bro. That ain't too slow. it'd take you weeks to get from Oklahoma to here. I'll pass that thing. Hey don't worry. Yeah, but with a beer in one hand and steering wheel in the other, who gives a fuck? It's a right? Cops can't pull you over on that. What are they going to do? Try a pit maneuver on a fucking goddamn tractor that weighs twice a worth of car weighs? Come on, man. Really? Hey, if they get in front of us, if they get in front of I'll just lower your and pick their shit up. He gets pulled over <laughs> on a lawnmower drinking and he's screaming at the cop, I
1: know my rights. I know my rights. And he's fighting the cop all the way and the cop tases him and he goes down screaming, I...
2: I don't mind running! Yeah, no, I wouldn't be
1: the only one. Come on, JD, it'd be fun. When the cop pulls you over, tell him off. And then tell him you're off. Know, <laughs> and videotape it.
0: <laughs> why don't you see that even pull over in a fucking tractor, dude? In a riding mower. What? Was on a riding mower. No, not on a riding mower. I'm talking about that 64, 65 horsepower fucking cab in tractor with the fucking radio eating air. <laughs> I, I seen another one where he left the liquor store drinking
2: on a scissor lift. He bought the Martin this time. And, uh, when they came to get
1: him, he jacked it up really fucking high. And he could stand up there and yell at him about uh, how he knows his rights, and you can't fuck with me. <laughs> he was on a public road with this giant scissor lift. <laughs> Standing up there having his heyday because they didn't know how to get him, and they called his boss, and his boss told him to uh, use the manual control down at the bottom to lower the
0: <laughs> hey, talk about that. Hey, uh, you. Did it. you know, the boss had a fucking lift that uh, went over a two story house, and we jacked cuz up there. I don't know if you know exactly who cuz is right as of right now, but we jacked cuz all the way to the top. And I said, Hey, cuz, check it out, see if there's any fucking feds around. And he's all oh, holy he's on the—I mean, he, dude, he's like fucking 30 feet in the air over a two-story house. And if the FBI was watching us, they're like, "Oh fuck, we're gone, dude." Because I mean, Coz was on this fucking lift, and he's like, "What was he? 30 foot in the air, Mel? Yeah, I got that lift here." Oh shit! That thing is badass to the bone. You just, you literally, you, it, it's it, it'll go over a two-story house. And Cuz is just, I, you gotta meet Cuz. He he's a crazy son of a bitch, man. And, uh, he uh, he's like, ahoy, mateys! <laughs> you know, I'm just like, oh shit, man. The FBI's out there oh, with no fucks. It's related to General Custer.
2: I him
1: a book at a thrift store.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, I got that lift down here.
0: I'm going to just like BK, I'm going to use it to uh, uh, put my bike up in the air and work on my bike. Yeah, BK is our international ambassador because he has passports to go outside the United States and everything else.
3: Oh, that must be nice to have one of those.
1: Uh, well, you know, he...
0: In the military and um, yeah he's very well trained and he's yeah. doing a,
1: good, doing a good buddy of his went down to ireland just before they shut down all them airplanes i don't know if they're back yet i don't think there's anything flying out of ireland back to america right now because they shut down all them Boeing jets. <laughs> damn yeah
2: i mean me and boss was laughing about that last week. He might be fucking stuck over there.
0: Well, I guess they have to take a boat back. Because they can't get, you know, they got that switch on it.
2: They're all been crashing. So they, they grounded all those airplanes. Right. Yeah.
1: It's that fucking crazy. Also looks nice, in my
2: Headers,
0: nice shiny new bolts. <laughs> that was all. Just kind of get back on the show, you know. Um, you know what really concerns me nowadays is every day, uh, crime, shooting, stabbing seem to be. Uh, more frequent and more on the YouTube as society as uh, as a whole declines. And my question to everybody that's listening tonight: Who's ready for the decline in society? You know, I mean, if you watch American Sniper, which is actually a very good movie by Clint Eastwood, you know, that was the producer. Um, this guy had 168 kills. You know, being in Buds. But on top of that, um, you know, I mean, I think his dad said, "There's sheep, there's wolves, and there's sheep sheep dogs, and it's better to be a sheep dog." You know, I guess be prepared for whatever comes to your door. I mean, there's there's a lot of people out there that are just so astine and and so, I guess, on the fence and so so stupidified. You know, from whatever they see on the YouTube, that they think that society will protect them, but will actually, in in reality, society is getting worse. Even in the rural areas, I mean, there's stabbing, shootings, drug overdoses, this, this, and that. I mean, it just it seems to be getting worse and worse. I mean, it, it is as we go on, you know, and 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 to me, those are those are signs, and they're not very good signs. I mean, a lot A lot of it has
3: to do with the way the way parents and stuff are raising their kids. I mean, society governs how you can raise your kids nowadays. I mean, you know, kids don't get their ass beat no more for fucking up. They sit there and they get their little cell phones and Xbox and iPods and whatever little other gadgets they got taken from them. They don't... But, kids don't know the meaning of responsibility and hard work. A lot lot of kids nowadays are just entitled because all the people you see doing these shootings and stabbings and stuff, they're little 17, 18, 19-year-old kids. You know, it's not a 32, 34-year-old grown man. They're, They're, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm a Christian, but I'm not, I'm not like a Bible thumper, you know? So do i believe kids should they should learn about god or some sort of higher power yes but i mean you you don't i don't believe in taking it overboard it's going to be the kids' decision you know right but they need they need to be disciplined they need to learn some type of religion they need for real it's a lie it's it's these newer parents they're have they're getting kid having kids when they're 14, 15, 16 years old, they're a kid themselves trying to raise and and mold a kid.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what it is right there. And and they don't teach their kids nothing but how to play these kill, kill them, shoot them up video games like GTA. You know, the kid's only 21 years old, and he's trying to raise a kid by the time he's 12. The only thing they know to teach it is how to play a video game. And it's a kill game. What was that eventually said into your kid's DNA? I mean, yeah. Then they get this idea they can just go to school and shoot them up like they do in these video games. I mean, they... you know, I'd almost have to have a kid on drugs and on a video game. Well, I'd rather have a kid on either. But,
0: I mean, I mean, today's society is just so fucked up. I mean. And Corey's right. You know, society is raising our kids and basically and telling us how to um, discipline our kids and how to do this and how to do that. Well, you know what? Society, in my opinion, shouldn't have a say-so in what I do in my household. The government well, shouldn't well have a say-so in what I do in my household. Nobody has a say-so in what I do in my household unless it goes beyond a reasonable dictation of um, punishment and abuse.
3: Yep. Yeah.
0: I mean, kid, kids need their ass when they
3: fuck up, you know? I, I ain't saying sitting there beat the kid and send them in there with a black eye and bruises and cuts and shit, but I mean... You catch your kid lying to you or something, you bust him in his mouth. You know he he's he needs to know. You know you don't fucking lie to me. I'd rather I'd right. rather me and you be mad at each other and argue and you know talk it out and work through it than you fucking sit there and think it's better for you to lie to me.
1: Yeah, you yeah, know I don't, punk. That shit's out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that shit. You know when your kid gets
3: out of pocket, you bust his
2: mouth. You bust his ass. I did. Uh and, and I can't I tell
1: you I, 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 I woke my boy in a Waffle House in front of six cops. I didn't even care. I told him, I don't care. I'll tell it to a judge. Not one of them cops would even look at me, and I was in the booth right across from them.
0: <laughs> I pulled shut up I can top uh, that, Now My brother got his ass whooped on, uh, on the emergency lane on I-5 in Los Angeles, which is the major highway because he sold a fucking one-cent piece of bubble gun. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I believe that. I mean, yeah, that's back course. in the day, you know. He never stole it again.
1: They made them cars big enough so your dad could reach over the back, sm- smack anybody in
0: the back seat. No, that mom mom, mom pulled over and fucking pulled him out of the car with his ass in front of goddamn God and everybody. But, you know, uh,
2: Corey's
0: right. Corey's right, though. I mean, you know, society shouldn't dictate to us, you know, how we should discipline our kids or anything like that. I mean, look at society today. I mean, (laughs) society today is as big of a joke as the politicians on Capitol Hill. There, you know, a bunch of kids fucking, you know, fighting over a candy bar. Well, who's going to impeach Trump? Or who's going to do this or who's going to do that? Well, they, you they know. Became, what? Here's, I, I just, you know, when you put keep the government out of my life until I. They become a
1: product of that society.
0: Now they're I'm not a product of that society. That's what the problem is. They call us fucking racist and fucking uh, homegrown terrorists, but we're not. We're, I mean, if you want to really go back to historical times, our founding fathers were, uh, were, were, oh, what the hell is it? Right. Traitors of England. I mean, and, and if they had they been caught, valid. they would have been hung. They were found, yeah, were yeah basically. Look at Australia. Everybody that got, you know, towed it off to Australia was, um, you know, criminals from England.
1: Speaking of Australia, that New Zealand shooter was from Australia. And you notice how that's died out in the
0: news now. They ain't saying nothing more about it. Did you hear about that San Diego guy that got arrested because he was, uh, I, 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 I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but, uh, you know, or, or how to justify what he was doing. I don't justify anybody's violence. I mean, I believe in a, an eye for an eye. You know, if somebody punches me, I'm going to fuck you up, you know, but I mean, well, the, if somebody. well, in New
1: Zealand, you, The New Zealand shooter, they keep trying to call him a white nationalist, but that's dying out because he turns out he's a Jew. And the Jew-Muslim war has been
0: that, going on they, forever. They fucking, now, if you remember, they did that shit with Dylan Roof, and how many fucking of our statues got torn down because of that? They couldn't connect them to a fucking single organization. <laughs> they couldn't connect to, make Bay to a single white power organization. But they still keep no, they, tearing us down.
1: They connected into two little nigger boys. They should have went down as his accomplices. Guilty by association. Well, I guess that's only for white guys. Guilty by association.
0: Well, let's see what they do with that guy in California that supposedly lit a mosque on fire, or, or the guy that actually is in in court now for uh, having uh, doing having terrorist uh, terrorist theory, their, or the one that was kicked out of the military or whatever. Did you hear that story, Mel, where he did something where he was going to blow up a white power um, organized um, walk or some bullshit like that? It was on the news. I was actually trying to look for it because I was going to talk about it tonight. But um, this guy, um, he was um, going to blow up that fucking white power or white organized uh, front to To uh, get back at the uh, to get back at what happened over overseas, and and that's just bullshit, man. I mean, yeah, I do believe so in an eye for an eye, but I don't believe in, uh, you know, I believe truly believe in an eye for an eye, but I don't believe in uh, the Quran for one, because I've seen assholes and idiots that believe in the Quran and what crime criminal crimes they have done, including beheading a woman down in Moore, Oklahoma. My thing is, we see they don't have a problem. They don't have a problem with building
1: a car bomb or anything and just driving into a public place and blowing up an area. They do it in their home We're country, and now we've allowed
0: both of them
2: in here.
0: We're considered an infidel they- in the Quran. Then I was reading this piece
1: about how over there they can marry these 13- uh, and 14-year-old girls.
0: Yeah, they can't, they they can't send, escape. Then they send these little girls to America, and then these little girls are filing paperwork to get their husbands moved to America.
1: They're these terrorists over there. And they're 40- and 50-year-old guys married to 13- and 14-year-old girls. Well, I'm sorry, when you come to America, there's laws against that. I don't give a fuck what your religion is. That's child molesting here. And if, you know, yeah. if your girl gets you brought here and is made a citizen by her being your wife, you're admitting guilt of being a child molester.
0: But see, one, well, one of I'm the biggest good. reasons why I'm part of this organization, Mel, is we're not out to save the world. We're just out to save our brothers and sisters. And if the shit hits the fan, we have a backup plan. Corey, you're you're you haven't you're, you you have not you have not been you know informed as far as that as of yet, but you will be. Um there are things we have in motion and things that we do that um you know you might have to walk. You might have to walk two weeks to get to where whatever destination you need to go, but um, it's a bit, it's about brothers protecting brothers. I mean, we're not here to protect the world. We're not here to protect the people on the fence. We're not here to you know, be judgmental against Zog. I mean, why? You, you can't fight Zog. Zog is a fucking entity within itself.
2: What did we
1: say? Let the dead bury the dead? We, we put yeah, the word exactly. out there that they don't
3: want to hear it. Well, then let them be. Yeah. So
1: we don't want to. We can't have a revolving door. We've recently got the brakes on our revolving door and got a handle on things. I mean, uh, we had to learn how to learn security on all of all electronic stuff these days. We had to put up a, a, a recruiting freeze on for almost two years, and uh, learn a lot of stuff about computers and uh, and how to be secure for one thing. And in the process of that, we found so many different people. We had Trojan horses and viruses falling out the ass, and all of our computers were running all right, but you no, know, ten different people was looking at whatever you key you punch. Uh, it was running slow all the time, and uh, now my computer runs fast. I got top-notch security. I can open a piece of Aryan Nation mail with 35 Trojan horses in it. Thinking one of them is going to get past my security, and pow, it nails it right off the top. It says uh, uh, stop right now. It comes right across my screen, stops it right in its track, and asks me do I know what I'm opening and it showed me everything in red it's bad. and now what do you want to do and uh, exit yes exit and, and delete that <laughs> and they don't even get in my computer man it is awesome and uh, we really need that type of security on our computers As
0: you can see, we, I we do, the we, uh, we do, and we have. I mean, you know, I have, you know, several avenues on. Um, there shouldn't be any um, Trojans coming over the website because it's got the SSL certificates. I don't know if you know that, Corey, but I do paper SSL certificates, so it should be a safe site to begin with um, for anybody to visit. Yeah. Meaning that you're not going to anything from, uh, you know, trolls or, you know, or keystrokes or malware or, or phishing or any of that. I mean, today today's society has gone to the computer world. And what it, what it really amounts to is, you know, like I see these dumbasses with their credit. Yeah, I, they're not really dumbasses. I guess they don't know any better, but they have their credit card. Um, on their phone, and they're and they're tapping their phone on a, on a on a fucking keypad, and I'm thinking to myself, well, if they could do that, how, I, what would stop? And, and basically, I just read an article where the hackers are stopped, they're are basically stopped, they're going to stop hacking your computer because if they hack your phone, they can get more information.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, um, Yeah, and the easiest yeah. thing I to hack there, is I that I what's all on my phone.
1: Hey, and the easiest thing you to hack that? is that, uh, is that uh, Facebook Messenger. I, I mean, I, I got it turned on right now because there's a few guys in other countries. That's my only way of talking to them. And uh, we just lost uh, uh, General Gravestone, and I, I didn't want to see too big of a hurry to start pushing the guys to pick a new leader, but uh it's been a good 10 days or so, so I, I give them a little time, and I want to get a hold of them this year. Next following week, starting Monday, and contact them and see who's going to be his leader. But, uh, man, uh, we, we, we've we got really busy at a security. is top notch if, uh I might get a hold of you tell you a few
0: things that we use so you can get yourself safe. Yeah, Corey, and I also do appreciate your personal opinion on the last article I wrote when you said I hit the nail on the head as far as uh, what was the article? Racism?
3: Yeah. Boy,
0: I'm I thought angry.
3: it was it's a, lot article. It, it, a lot it, of
1: articles. There's a lot on of website. Huh?
3: There's there's a lot of double standards to it. I mean, you just sit there and look in the world today. You got Black Lives Matter and stuff. That's nothing but a racist terrorist organization that goes through and dis- riots cities and destroys. What? Hey, I mean you could you could tell it, they got the intelligence. It the got blue the, it's the Black Panthers. A, yeah, but I mean it's just. They're fucking retarded. They're, you tell they're fucking monkeys, they fucking go, why, why are you going to riot your own community?
1: Hey, you know what the they didn't next go to, is, don't
3: you? They didn't, go to, they didn't go to no suburb or anything like that and riot in a suburb. They did it right downtown, right on the same blocks the kid lived on. Why are you going to riot and hey. tear up that kid's neighborhood? What kind of honor does that do to that? Fuck.
1: They don't.
0: Uh, look what they're doing! Uh, well, South Africa, know, man, it's coming here. here. you know where we found out all of our uh, information on Black Lives Matter and the, uh, Pan- the Panthers connection? Where? South Africa. And it's
1: a testing ground, what? and they're coming to America. South Africa. And that's where they go down there for their testing grounds. When they left America in the 70s, they all hit, ran back to South Africa to hide out all these bunch of these Black Panther leaders. And uh, it's all Muslim terrorists down there, and uh, they're hiding behind them. And they, they come up with that Black Lives Matter. So that's the political arm to the Black Panthers. And the next wave, if Hillary Clinton would have got in office, uh, the next wave would have been black fir- land first land first. If you get a chance after yeah. the show tonight, Google that, and that's where they come in and, and start taking your land, and that's exactly what they're doing to the white farmers down there, and they're killing them off. And um, uh, just recently, our general died down there, and he—they'd moved them into these FEMA-like camps. They put a fence around the whole little town area. And they moved all the white farmers in there. And he told me, but the lady that's in charge of the fenced-in area, she parties with about six or eight of these niggers every Friday and Saturday night like a race trader to the white people. And now a bunch of the white men that are in these camps are suddenly getting sick with uh, this uh, high-staff infection, and you get about 10 other diseases with it. They had him in a hospital. It was a government hospital, and it was so nasty and bad that they wouldn't even allow him to turn their cameras on on their phones in there. He got a couple pictures out to me, but not. You couldn't really see nothing. And then I said, "Holy shit, man! I'm gonna call you every two days." I was due to call him back on Saturday, and uh, I missed his call. But his wife had contacted me and told me that he died on Friday. Oh, uh, man, I love him to death. He gave me so much information. He put our patch on and rode his bike down there, and amongst all the niggers, man, he was taking out these. E- he took him you know, a couple of the fellows went down and uh, got it on with these EFF guys. I mean, they were duking it out. I guess they got away about sixteen or seventeen of their berets. And uh, uh they, he was sending me shit when they got posters up for these niggers to train to go kill white farmers. I mean, it's just crazy. And then the whole time Obama was in office, this shit was starting to happen here. And uh, and then the next wave, like I said, was coming was black first, land first. And man go
0: read about that it's going to get real ugly if that ever comes here and that's just
2: well, what these niggers
0: yeah. No, we already have that here it's called uh, property for fitcher laws within the united states government but uh south africa is now practicing that um they did that with, uh, david koresh's compound not only agree with anything David Crest did, but they were they that was the first time the United States government tried to uh, seize property um, of a compound that they didn't agree with. Oh yeah, yeah, it's called property forfeiture seizure laws or some bullshit like that. So now they have black first, land first. Which Corey, please do look up. Um, there's a lot of shit that we know. There's a lot of shit that we forget about. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, we know how to build a Chevy engine or a Ford engine, but, you know, we, we don't tell everything. We don't tell all the secrets because, you know, it's not really a secret. It's just something we forgot about saying. Does that make sense? I, I you know, I mean, there, there's a lot of things that, uh, we don't come out on these programs and don't get aired on these programs due to the mere fact that it's not that we're hiding anything, it's the mere fact that we just forget about it. Because to me, to, to us and it's just um status quo, I guess. Right. Right. But Black First, Land First, yeah, they're doing that down in South Africa. The, the United States government's already got that in effect. But um, yeah, General Rasul, um, you know, Gravestone, backslash Gravestone, was the first one to tell us about uh, Black Lives Matter and that they were their, they were the political arm of the New Panther movement which um, up there in, uh, uh, what town was that in Missouri where that kid got shot, uh, Mel? Uh, the Black Panthers were on their way with pipe bombs and explosives, but yet that story got buried and we never heard anything about it. Uh, where's that? Where, it's up by Illinois. Uh, it's not that far from you, now. What what town was that where that black kid got shot? What was that, Ferguson? Yeah, Ferguson, Missouri. Black Panthers that was on 8-8-14. With-
1: We was out in Ohio having a three club meetings on eight I remember that.
2: It was that Saturday yeah. night they yeah. kicked it off. It almost feels like it was planned
1: because they know eight is a white power thing and they kicked it off in Ferguson, Missouri. On eight
0: eight fourteen. Uh, but uh you know you and i gotta get uh you know with the uh uh together and get this web page updated uh we're not getting the hits that we used to um corey yeah, i personally like over I'd yeah. Personally yeah. some yeah. of your input um any article you want to write as far as what you think uh would be pertinent to this uh, organization, I'll put on the website and I'll do like I did for, um, you know, uh, the boss uh, from the desk of Dennis McGiffin on uh, General Roslou's uh, death. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, if, if that's something you want to do, I need some new ideas, and new uh, new outlooks. You know what I mean? There's only so much one person can write. And I got probably about 99 or 98% of the writings on there. Some of it's, you know, a lot of it's a boss, but I mean, for the past couple, five years, I mean, I've been writing all the articles. And um, when the boss writes an article, it takes two days to transform it in, into a uh, article on the website, really, because, uh, He's pretty long-winded, but you know what, he, he does yeah. have a point, and he's still the boss, and I don't care how long it takes, you know, I mean, he's, uh, I, when you meet Dennis McGiffin, you'll know that he's, you know, I mean, I don't know, Corey, if you've done any of your research, but Dennis McGiffin dubbed the order uh, to the new order he did the same he tried to do the same thing that the order the original order did and got busted for it and did federal federal prison time uh i mean he was pastor butler and pastor ray ray redfern's uh friend um also um Oh, hell, Mel, no. what, what video did we watch uh, down at the old clubhouse? Um, that was of um, Dr. Pierce. Oh. Yeah, Dr. Pierce. Yeah, Dr. Pierce. You know what the uh, Giffen said? What? Because oh. all my friends are dead. All I have oh, now knows. is my brother. Yeah, all my heroes yeah. are gone. All my friends, yeah. Now I have my brothers.
1: Yeah, um, and that was it. You know, he was a younger guy, Butler, all those guys. And uh, uh, he brought the A&K to the Aryan Nation. Uh, ever since then, him and Butler hit it off like two brothers. And, man. He had a mate up there at the Aryan Nation with Reverend Butler. I mean, uh, Ray and he knows them all. He he's he met them. He talks about them. All them them are the guys that were his heroes. they were a few years older now, and now he's that guy to most of the people. So you know? uh, a lot of these guys yeah, don't like hey, to admit that they broke bad, and they, of course they want to point their finger because. Now Reverend Butler ain't alive to say you're lying tell you know the truth on them. And, and what Dennis knows enough truth of it, and, and they don't like that either. And they, they really try to give us a bad name, but it, it's slowly but surely not working for them. As they try to give us a bad name, they, they slowly fall themselves, and they, they're not even... Well... Presidents to no club anymore.
0: Most of the clubs they fall, they just dropped out of sight. You don't hear nothing about them no more. And brother RJ can back most of what um, you know. Dennis McGiffin is and what he and what he is now and what he was back then. Um, brother RJ's been in this movement, whether you call it a bow movement or a whatever movement. Um, as long as Pat, as long as basically, I mean, damn! How old is RJ now, Mel? No, man, but he's had to got at least thirty years yeah, of life power yeah. time.
2: Yeah, he's got ten
0: years almost with us. Right. It was yeah, funny. I mean, uh, funny story, Corey is. Um, you know, he was on a national hunt. To recruit for the uh, NSM, and uh, when he went to our original clubhouse, talked to Dennis and talked to a lot of the brothers and everything, everything else, he said, "I'm home. I'm finally home. Yeah, I found my home. That well, that means a lot." Yeah. From somebody yeah. who's has from somebody who's been in the movement for decades. That means a lot. Yeah. Well, uh
2: Reverend
1: Butler yeah. Said, no we can never work with the Aryan nation, can never work with the, MSL.
0: And, uh, no, the NSL. And yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> It's actually on, on fucking, uh, uh, you can actually Google that shit. Well, maybe not now. He, the Google is pretty good about fucking removing shit. Yeah, and so they sent RJ to talk to us to
1: see if there's something we can work out. For. And we, you know, we just said no. And, well, RJ hung around the clubhouse for a week before he went home, and, and by the end of the week, he filled out an implication and gave his file a fee. <laughs> and about three months in advance of uh, dues and, and then went back to a <laughs> guy gave given a call and told him he was done found his home uh, I mean it, it you just get around the fellas for a few minutes and you, you feel like you've been with with them for life like you that Like you just long lost brothers, like yours already met somewhere in another life. Uh, I mean, that's it's that it was that comfortable for me.
0: Yeah, make no mistake, brother RJ is a giant. Oh, Jesus, I had fun with RJ, but but he's my little brother, he will always be my little brother.
1: I can't wait for Buckhorn, man, when it comes down again. You know, I go there every year for so many years. I was by myself, and then I got my
0: cut. I showed up in a cut, and I was still by myself for a few years. Then I got our Yeah, you were up there camping with the Christians, and the, and you have a Christian identity. Uh, uh. <laughs> come on, man. You won't buy it. Well, you yeah, had a Christian identity patch on your fucking front of your vest and maybe, I mean, the Church of Jesus Christ Christian is is a recognizable church. I mean, you know, other than, you know, the politi- political arm of the church was the Aryan Nation. I mean, everybody knows that. But I mean, you know, is, as far as Christians abroad. The Church of Jesus Christ Christian is still recognized amongst a lot of white-based Christian Baptist churches and everything else. I mean, a lot—not a lot of people know that. You know, a lot of a lot of these Baptist churches are in towns like, like Buckhorn now. And, uh,
1: yeah. Here, the sweetest
2: guys. Yeah. Okay.
0: Sure,
1: Corey. And they fucking come up there at 10 o'clock at night and made a big circle with their bikes and gave me some sunlight so I could set my tent up. And while I was setting my tent up, they ran back to the barbecue because there was some leftover barbecue and brought me some barbecue sandwiches, nice bowl of barbecue and a pack of bun chips.
0: <laughs> now, Mel's been, don't let Mel fool you, Corey. He's been treated like a king at Buckhorn. That's why he keeps going back every fucking year. <laughs> every. <laughs> help. One percenters don't even fuck with Mel. He's the only one up there. Or last year, he wasn't the only, you know, uh, RJ and and, uh, somebody else is up there. They they didn't want it. There was only three of them. And there was a whole gang of 1% out of one organization that didn't, they were told don't even fuck with them. (laughs) I mean, seriously. I was like, really? So I, no, no, don't even fuck with them. No, oh, we just got to You have it? a good time. We got
2: the green light, it's good for us. we we have a good time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're the Aryan nation for yeah.
0: Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, don't let like yeah, he's had that patch on, and he's he had special privileges, you know, within the white community and the white churches and everything else. And it doesn't have to be Pastor Butler's church or or even uh, anybody else's church. I mean, hell. But uh no, Mel, did hearing... you say what? I'm not hearing the Bible, belt. I was at
1: uh, O'Reilly's Auto Parts one day, and I. Uh... I had my cut on, and my bike was outside, and this guy was talking about my Arian Nation patch. because it's got the cross and the sword on it, you know, and the crown. And, uh, oh, yeah, you're a Christian rider. He says, I'd ride with you anytime. He says, I'm the pastor of this church, and he's telling me down the road where he's the pastor at. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys call yourselves? He's looking at my back. So this big souls. <laughs> oh yeah yeah now if i see a man he said well i'll toot my horn if i got some time we'll ride along with you for a while i said okay you can ride along with me anytime you
2: want so
0: oh, yeah i mean you know
1: gotta remember I'm and you know it no don't matter what kind of Christian you are you're in the Bible belt man. Uh a Christian's a Christian. Whether you're a, a Christian lawyer or a Christian sheep <laughs> That's all that matters. They you know and if you wear that on your your coat, it don't matter what the skull is on the back or
0: how rough it might look uh uh, you're not
1: a meth head and you're a Christian. You've you got to be good. You're doing something good. Uh, and I mean, I've had even a couple of the local police come up and tell me, you know, we see you do everything 100% right. Uh, how come uh, you guys take police in? You're, we, no, we can't take police. Dude. It wouldn't look good for you and it wouldn't look good for us. Uh, he understood. Then out there in Ohio, the mayor come right down to the president's clubhouse and shook his hand The crime rate and the drug rates gone down in that little town. And uh, and, and he thought it was going to be a bad thing with the Aryan Nation-based uh, group of bikers in the middle of his town. I mean, we were right on Main Street at a old bar. And I'll tell you what, man, he was happy. He was jicking up. President's hand and tell him we're welcome to stay in his town as long as we'd like. Crime was going down, drug rate was the niggers was leaving town. Fucking crazy. Uh I
0: mean Well, we all we all we all know that um, you know um, uh Lincoln should not have signed the proclamation declaration dec declaration here goes sleep deprivation anyway he shouldn't have, he, he shouldn't assign that and he shouldn't have sent them all back to Africa but he, he he didn't and he kept them all here and it's been a desecration on society since due to the mere fact that, um, you know, they're not us, they're they're not like us, they're nowhere near us, and um, they uh, pollute not only um, our 14 words and 88 precepts, but they also, uh, you know, uh, interject with a um, white Women that we need to protect that we don't, and I I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Um, but I mean, there's nothing we can do about that now. What we need to do is just do what we can to save us, I guess. Yeah, right. I, uh,
1: I mean we, we just do hard to do it right. and like Moss said when I first got in the club, this may be our last chance to, to be for a white power or anything. and, uh, and we got to do it right. We may, have to, we may have to play by their rules, but we don't have to show them our playbook. and we don't have to keep using the
0: same old rules. It's got to change. No, the Aryan Nation is the bad we, thing. And we do, and we do walk the line. But you know, the line, the fine line that we walk, is the fine line we walk, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Uh. We, we, I mean, we just,
1: we're a good group of guys. Can't beat it
0: uh oh, yeah. one of Pastor Butler's last um, conferences, um, he said, pick up the torch and carry on. And that's what we've tried to do. We've tried to pick up the torch and carry on. we've had a lot of naysayers and a lot of people in this um, desecration of the white man. Uh, you yeah. Know, defy, try to defy us, uh, plagiarize our site within, you know, as far as creating the Area Nation Alliance that we had all had bets on. And I think I won. I think I said they would last 10 months. Uh, you know, well, it was um, basically it was um, stolen by Matt Heimbach, uh wrote the Area Nation Alliance, uh, plagiarizing, plagiarizing our site and taking our, um, our motto, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And um, right. I mean, there's just so much shit that's gone on and, and we just keep moving forward. We never take a step back and and, and that's just us. I mean, why worry about what the fence, fence hitters are doing? We're not sitting on the fence. We're doing what we want to do.
1: Yeah, and like uh, Boss said back in the day, too, uh, you know, what kind of guys would we do if we just kept rolling over that same old Aryan Nation literature that was getting passed around, you know, the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s? It's all the same stuff over and over and over. He said uh, the Aryan Nation needed to be updated with new literature uh it's got to change with the times every year we update our constitution and everything just for that reason um uh, our up, our website is like the key to the world it's always got to be updated otherwise you're just spinning your wheels like everybody else uh my biggest problem is when i was trying to find the Aryan nation uh, uh you know let them know i was out who i needed to get a hold of i couldn't find nobody they wasn't answering the telephones they wasn't answering emails they left me hanging you know i finally given up and then i i met i seen the sadistic souls on here with the Aryan nation i'd sent dennis an email and i waited about 15 minutes after pacing the floor i called him and uh I'll be damned if somebody didn't answer the phone. I was so surprised someone answered the phone. I didn't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> I sent you an email. He said how long ago? About 15, 20 minutes. I'll check him out off. And he said, and uh, I said, well, you answered the phone. Oh yeah, we answered the phone. And then uh, uh, I was lost for words. I didn't know what to say. Uh, I, I then I got then I got to talking to him, and well, he, I was listening to him talk about what they were doing, and uh I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, and then I started falling, you know, like just like one of the boys in prison just fell right in talking to him, and uh wasn't long after that I was uh, up there at his house, and I was I've been in the Air nation ever since I've been off that telephone <laughs> I was so surprised somebody took my call, though.
0: Yeah. Uh oh, are you still there?
3: Yeah, I'm still here.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh... When I first uh, got online and got a hold of Dennis McGiffin, we were not the best of friends. And I'll have to go over that story personally with you, but um, it it was not it, it was not um, good. It was war, basically, because I was like, "Hey, what are you doing to protect Pastor Butler's name? What are you doing to uh, further this cause?" And I looked at every other editing out there as far as who was claiming air nations. Now I have talked to Drew, Drew Boswick. I've never talked to Paul Mallette. Could never get a hold of him and um uh other guys Paul a little snake <laughs> well and, and that's what that's what i gathered. Um, that's what I gathered. I mean, he just, he's off and on, you know, and there, here, here's my thing, uh, Corey, is Pastor Butler's been dead since when,
3: 2004? Yeah. yeah.
0: There is, what, three pastors out there that could have walked maybe the same trail or walked a different trail and tried to bring the glory of the CJCC back to its former glory. They've had it long enough. They've had way too long. They no. obviously did not step up, man up, or do anything to do Right in Pastor Butler's eyes. To have a member of somebody that dubbed the order the New Order as a boss is kind of an honor because he has stepped up, he has written constitutions, he has spent hours upon hours upon hours on the phone with Mel and I. Uh, we got it. I mean, this, I I, mean, no, I mean, Mel. You know what's funny is, uh, Corey, you don't know this, but uh, it took Mel and I what almost a month to reacquire the web page. And when we did, oh. I erased everything off of it by accident. Oh. we had to redo the fucking web page. What do from do from the ground up? Not once, but twice, man. We had to fight
1: our way into it. There was only one minister of propaganda at one time, and he had all the keys to it and wouldn't share. He kept saying he'd give up passcodes and stuff like he was supposed to, and he didn't. And when we come down on him, he got mad and quit, and he wanted to try to charge us for our website. Is going to sell it. And uh, uh, he's only getting about, oh, what, 300 hits a month on it, 400 hits. And uh, and, me and they, he would just hold out one number or one letter on our codes that we were having to hand it over to us. <laughs> and we kept fighting, fighting with the text. And this old boy, and then we. We're going around and around for about a month uh, uh, night and day he's a truck driver so he's easy to catch at night you talk to him all night long trying to get these passcodes out of him finally we uh, found a way to go around him and, and uh, take the website and mad was he mad and then we had to find out how to lock all the doors the windows and shut his ass out so he couldn't get back in eye jacket from, he thought he was some kind yeah,
0: yeah. of a computer he set up back door and we locked him out yeah. and then we got, got it. boy was he mad and then after that it took
1: us about another month and then he erased everything <laughs> oh it was a son of a gun in the start but now we're getting out Three to
0: five thousand hits a month. We was up to ten thousand hits a month there for a while. Uh, One month we hit fifteen thousand hits. Hey, you need to call that Antifa group again and tell them to go fuck themselves because we got fifteen thousand hits that month. Remember that, Mel? What's that? What's that, (laughs) Jan? I don't remember who it was that called you, but you're like, oh, you you were talking to a damn radio station and said, well, check out our site, and then all of a sudden we had over way, well over fifteen thousand hits in one month. We averaged oh, five to w- five to six. Huh? That was WGN in Chicago. Yeah. I made a comment. Yeah, on about
2: the page well, from that. And when that Charlottesville ran that girl over, I said her mother
1: should have taught her better than that, to not cross the street without looking both ways. And when you're in a crowd of protesters beating on the car, don't stand in front of it. And oh, all <laughs> the fuck liberals got pissed off, they bombarded our page, they bombarded our talk show. Show, we, we got like 30, 40,000 hits in about a week. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I was
1: fucking fun. Uh, oh, they were mad. You know, they was trying hard to hack our website and knock us out. Other fucking white power groups, they were getting fucking Confederate flags and statues torn down and other fucking white power groups. Their websites were just coming up and missing right off the fucking internet. And they couldn't get ours for some, oh, pays all those links on the website to lock it down tighter in Texas, so that it's hard to break in. And uh, they—they they pretty much guarantee it, and that's just what we—he pays for. And God damn it, man! If our website did, is safe for now, it's been safe.
0: Oh yeah, uh, hey uh, Corey, you remember when Stormfront got shut down? Yeah yeah our website still still perceived on they were getting mad and
1: our talk shoe program didn't get kicked off either all oh, they were getting mad
0: yeah stormfronts website you know was a uh a, 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 i guess a decent website to go to find out what was happening within the white community or whatever but uh Uh, Antifa got a hold of them and basically shut them down in the United States and they tried to find a web server outside of the United States and then they got shut down again I don't know if they're back up and running I haven't checked it out but uh, yeah Stormfront bro Uh, we we survived the Stormfront you never know if the guy you're talking to or the
1: guy that's giving you ideas ain't a fed and then you know he's got your IP address, and then he hunts you down.
0: Uh, he gives
1: you a bogus idea, sends you off like a fucking jab. then he comes out there and busts you and makes himself look
2: good.
0: Uh, well we we survived the stormfront epidemic, and I yeah, i pay I paid dearly to keep the website up and up and running, but. Uh, we will continue to do so. Uh, Corey, did you see my little announcement on the front page uh, for you and your uh, wife? Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. Hey, what are brother's for, right?
3: Yeah. We got the ultrasound coming up on the thirteenth. So,
0: yeah, keep me posted, yeah, bro. Turnaround. And I'll update the website, man. I mean, that that's something that um, you know you're proud of, so I'm proud of. I'm yeah. You know, I hope that makes sense to you. Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, so uh, you know, and, and we do announce things like that. I mean, we we announce the good with the bad and any ugly, and, um, but, you know, it, it's got to be a, it, you have to hit, you know, I, basically, my ideology is I have to hit every single aspect, you know, sometimes I go on a rant, sometimes I go with a, a logical explanation, sometimes I, you know, sometimes there's just, You know, from the desk of, you know, and it's just my opinion or Dennis McGiffin's opinion or, uh, you know, uh, Mel's opinion or, you know, whoever's, you know, but um, yeah, I need to get um, some more input as far as we need to really update the page uh, with different opinions and ideology. You know, it's not really ideology. We, We basically share the same ideology. Or we wouldn't be brothers. It's just, you know, if you have some if you have a letter or something you wanna write, I'll put it on the website. I have no problem with it. We did have a place for okay. some guys behind yeah. the wire
1: didn't put sending stuff in. I, I think they uh, prisons would let them send some stuff out to us, so
0: as they get stuff to us, we put it on there. Yeah, I need to go with it. I need to reset the website for the we, we actually have so many navigation bars that I need to do a double navigation bar. So that I with that in mind, I need to redo the entire website as far as um, re uh relocating i mean when you go with a double nav bar uh, under our um you know full horseman uh picture i have to move all the articles down i have to do i mean there's a lot of alignment and everything else that i have to do and i'll have to have i'll have to basically be on vacation in order to do that because that's that's about 20 hours worth of work but we do have uh behind the wire we have we have so many different other uh navigation bars on the website that doesn't show right now uh because we have so so many and um we actually have prison art and everything else it's awesome i mean it's really awesome i mean the, the brothers that have actually done you know work behind the wire that is just you know fabulous yeah i i i don't know how to put it i mean you just it, it's um, it took a long it took a long time for them to do what they did with pencil with the pencil you know what I mean yeah so I mean we do have that but it's not you can't see that right now because I need to do a double stack nav bar and uh, that's going to take some time and uh, I will eventually get to that and <laughs> but. Uh, I will tell you one thing. Uh, the second time we had to rebuild the website, Mel probably almost got a divorce. Uh, <laughs> wow. like, no. Yeah, no, we were on the phone every night until what, two o'clock in the morning, Mel? <laughs> I had to get beforehand to get work oh, for a solid good. month. For a solid fucking month. To rebuild the website. Wake
1: up in the middle of the night I'm in the bedroom on the phone and the computer.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Wake her up and I'm talking to JD on the (laughs) phone. Yeah. I mean, it's not mad like I'm talking to another girl.
0: He's mad like I'm talking to J.D. on the phone at 2 o'clock in the morning. I uh, mean, it, it was about a bad enough. If I would have showed up at Mel's house at that point in time, I would have gotten a black eye from his wife. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding you. Most broads, you know, they wake
1: up and They look over, and the old man's not in bed, and he's down there at the fucking little table and and got his computer on and talking on the phone. What the fuck? J.D., man, we're working (laughs) on a website. J.D. does work some strange hours, and uh, speaking of hours, we're running into 930, J.D.,
0: yeah, man, we need to shut the show down. But I mean, hey, Corey, I appreciate you being on here, brother. Yeah. Um, I know you work long hours. I worked 11 and a half hours a day, you know, just to support some fucking niggers on food stamps. But, you know, they, I guess that's yeah. my prerogative. Right? It's
3: to support You know, that's the, our white uh, privilege.
0: Yeah. You yeah. know, to yeah, no, support the mud race because they can't support themselves. You know, actually, oh, yeah. you know, I just. I did put that on um, on our. Uh, hey, Spidey White. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and I got a couple kiss my fucking ass. You know, <laughs> I was like, wow, guys, I'm talking with you. Yeah, everybody get your ass to work. Fucking millions on welfare, millions of niggers on welfare depend on you. <laughs> you know, like, you, you get a bunch of kiss my fucking ass. You
1: know, back in the good old days where they didn't have that uh, welfare check and and a guy could really crack a whip on a nigger's ass. (laughs) 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 They really worked.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) we can even go more recent than that, Mel. When you crack your kid's ass because they did something wrong, now they got a one 800 fine. Yeah, that don't... My work. daddy hit me with a bell. You probably fucking That's deserved what. it. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, then you get uh, DHS involved and then all of a sudden, you know, you're a fucking criminal. Right.
1: Right.
0: I hear that. It's the government I out, of our, our, out of our personal lives. I mean, if we... Whatever whatever avenue and whatever trail or path we want to walk in life to raise our kids that should be a, upon our own judgment my personal opinion be how we were raised or well some of the
1: fellas did get carried away with uh whipping their children a little excessive
0: i mean some of the i'll tell you i'll tell, more you, more like I'll tell you the worst Hell, you know what the worst ass whooping I ever got? First one. No. So, not even close. The worst ass whooping I got was when my grandmother told me to go out back and get my switch. That's
1: the one that broke your heart.
0: No, I brought a branch back. So she called out grandpa and I got beat with a branch. My stupid Uh, brother, uh, fucking, my stupid brother picked a real thin one and got his ass whipped with that. We pretty much got pretty, pretty well, you know, fucking switched, or I got branched, actually. But you know what? We learned our lesson and we moved on. Society needs to do the same thing. You know, all these sniveling fucking bitches on fucking Capitol Hill. I don't care what oh. the Mueller report says. If he, if he had enough fucking information to impeach the president, he would have done so. These Democrats are nothing to me but communist, communist slum, I guess. Um, they they're, just got you to
2: ask yourself. What?
3: Bringing up, I said, you got to ask yourself. They keep bringing up the same old thing over and over right, again. Right. What are they? What are they
0: trying to keep your focus off of?
1: Right.
0: They're trying. Yeah, they're trying to keep your focus off of the truth,
1: David Copperfield show. While you're looking over here, something's going on over there.
0: Okay, I mean, let's go back in the presidencies. You know, Mel and I are aware of Reagan, uh, Iran contra scandal. Uh, Jimmy Carter uh, was the uh, spy plane uh, scandal and presidential peanuts. Remember that, Mel? Um, Let me see. Uh, And then after that, I don't remember those. Uh, then there was Clinton with the uh Lamont, 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 Lewinsky fucking cigar scandal. Um, and then after that was Barack Obama or no, there was Bush. Um, Bush one and Bush two. Um, basically they both basically knew they were basically status quo because they had a Democratic uh House and Senate so they couldn't get anything passed, couldn't work with anybody. And then, you know, Clinton came in and then after that was Barack Obama was uh, hey, guys, let's draw a line in the sand. If you cross this line, we might do something about it. Uh, You know, as far as Iraq, um, you know, the the worst thing uh, W.H. Bush No, actually, it was Bush 2 during 9-11. He could have raised taxes. Every American in this country would have paid more taxes to defeat the terrorism. At that point in time, after our towers fell, than any time in the history of the United States, he could have raised taxes. I would have paid more. Hell, I was ready to sign up and go over there and kick some fucking ass, personally, myself. But I didn't. But I was willing to pay more taxes. Yeah. Yeah. But you you know what? Today, I see a troop. I see somebody in uniform. Thank you for your service. You know what I heard the other day that fucking shocked me? But thank you for your support. Wow. Means a lot, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm, I'm sure they don't get they don't get a lot of support as nowadays. Well, you know, I, I, lost,
0: I lost a couple friends in the, uh, I, you know, the conflicts over in uh, Iran and Iraq and this and that. I've lost five friends out of high school, so I do support them. Uh any in any way shape or form but it just kind of surprised me when the guy said well thank you for your support yeah. i just looked at him and i said i do send money to the uh to different uh entities uh that uh support you but you know i said all in all I know for a fact that freedom's not free because I've lost five friends of mine that I personally knew and attended their funerals. So I know freedom's not free, and it will never be. Yeah. But I mean, that's beside the point. Freedom's not free, and freedom will not be free when any race war because of. The last article I wrote, you know, you keep taking American history away, and, um, you know, we were taught American history, so we would not repeat our mistakes twice. But, I mean, you take it away like it's been taken away. It's going to repeat itself, and this time it's not going to be a civil war. It's going to be a race war. Yeah. Uh, But who is the, you know, back in my day, it was they you know, people were called Milano's that were mixed breed. Now that it's called mixed, I'm just like, okay. You know, Milano's back in the day when I grew up, blacks didn't want them, the whites didn't want them. They, 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 were, they were not a, a part of either culture. But today they're accepted like they're golden children. And I'm almost like I don't I don't understand it. I guess I'll never will. Guess I'm too fucking old fashioned. Yeah. But uh, I guess anybody else got anything to add to this?
3: I don't know if anyone else is here.
0: Well, we yeah, have Mel, you, and me. That's it. And, um, and when I <laughs> signed on, I saw that there was 544 downloads, and within the shows that we have done. And um, I don't know if you know this, Corey. We've done probably close to five or six hundred shows uh, in ten years. Or not ten years. Uh, eight years, right, Mel? Now, I don't know if you know this, Corey, but I was a uh, uh, pastor, a <laughs> rabbi, let's uh, propaganda minister for two shows, two or three shows. Talked about South Africa, talked about, you know, a couple of other things. And then he's like, Well, you need to come up with your own own ideas and this, this, and that. And I'm like, well, you know what? I work fucking too much. You come up with the ideas because you you don't even have a job, dude. You know? And he's like, oh, no. And then all of a sudden, we had a falling out, and it was for the better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm serious. I, I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. The fuck do you want from me? I mean, I'll, I'll say what I believe in, but I will not say what you believe in that I, I disagree with. If that makes sense, I I just will not.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if you if I mean, you don't if you don't believe in it, why would you
0: speak on it? You know. Exactly. And and I won't. And I will never. I never will. Um. That's just me, but, I mean, there, there's a lot of people that are sheep sheep in the wind, and they will just say whatever their master tells them, but, you know, I've always, and we'll have to discuss Dennis and I's uh, beginning, uh, but, I mean, there, there's always people that will always honor their master and, and not question them.
3: Yeah, you always have the, there's always a few that, you know, they got
0: that blind loyalty to people and just. I will tell you that Dennis McKibbin and I didn't get along in the beginning, but we ended up coming to a a full agreement on where the Air Nation was going and where it was headed. Right now. Mel? Yes,
2: Mel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're already hitting two hours and 49 minutes. And I mean, I've had probably 16 hours sleep in the last three days and marked 40 hours already.
3: Yeah, I already got
0: 40 hours, in. Nope.
3: In three you know, days.
0: Uh, no, I was, I was telling that no, Dennis I and I did eye to eye in the beginning, but we see we saw eye to eye, you know, eventually, and, and we saw eye to eye as far as the progression of uh this organization and the progression of the true Aryan nations. Mel? Yeah, I
2: can
0: hear you. Okay. You, you agree with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure he, that yeah. I can't I was waiting for you to say something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go into you know, private club detail. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. The fucking feds listen to this show. You get, you, you, you already know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, shit. There's always yeah. guest one or guest two that never says shit, but always listens. You, you know, one of them or, or, or NSA or Fed or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't care. All right. I don't uh, say anything out of character or them. out of here. Either. Anything that they can bust down my fucking front door for, because to me, I'm just a a true patriotic American, and I believe what my forefathers were, and I believe in the Constitution of the United States, and I believe in my rights. And I guess with that said, if anybody else has got anything to add to this show, then I Yes,
1: we'll um, just
3: end good. it. Yeah, we'll call it night. We'll start back
0: up next Thursday. Yeah, I mean, call, call it I'm good. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> You're like, no, man, I'm tired. I won't go to bed.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: 445
0: four, four like, comes around what,
3: awfully this, early. This, this hour show, yeah, our show, man. man. <laughs> Yeah, and you're an
0: hour ahead of us because it's only 946 here, so it's 1046 out there. Yeah. Damn, chair. All right, well, let me close down the show. Thank you, brothers and sisters from within the United States and around the world for listening in. Um, we are still uh, basically grieving as far as our South uh, African Uh, Affiliate uh, General Gravestone, and um, you know he taught us a lot, and he taught us he he basically told us everything that was coming, and everything that he said was true. And so you know we we've lost a very big um, advantage there, but you know we'll we'll have somebody step up and um, hopefully take his place. I'm not, I'm not trying to devalue his brotherhood or his brother. I mean, he, he was a man and not only a man, he was a man of his word. And he was in the genetic swill of any country education. you should ever be in to be a white man. I mean, he basically was in a septic tank of niggers. And, I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Well, with that said, um, thank you guys for listening tonight. And thank you, Corey, for joining us tonight. And I know it's late your time. And I appreciate you, bro. And um, like I said, anybody within the club and wants to write an article, I'm more than willing to put it on the the website. And I guess uh, we'll just call it a night. Hell victory. Hell victory.
3: Hell victory, bros. Hell
2: victory.
3: Good night.